Today on Gamerhead Radio. Initiating Gamerhead Radio 2.0. Wait, what do I do now? Oh, uh, Gamerhead Radio starts now. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Gamerhead Radio. My name is Charlie, your loyal Technotronicorn. Candy Mountain, Charlie. And uh, welcome to our first show of 2015. To my uh, 2 o'clock, I have our lovely Barnard Animal Goat. Hello. And yes, you are lovely today in your Einstein shirt. I'm a, I'm a big fan of that. That's, uh, this, this old rag? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Coles. <laughs> you, uh, you, you wear it quite well, I, I must say. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. I'm You're just sure. <laughs> And uh, to my 11 o'clock for his first episode as regular co-host of Gamerhead Radio, uh, please everyone give a warm welcome. We want to be able to hear you applauding back through the uh, the audio, which is completely impossible, but uh, please give us your best effort. Anyways, and welcomoming uh, John Santiago, a.k.a. Mr. Fallon Flim from Vias for Villains to Gamerhead Radio. We're Vias for Villains! Come on! Hello, everybody. I'm uh, glad to be here on uh, this first show of 2015, hopefully to entertain you until your heads explode and skittles shoot out and everybody enjoys uh, delicious skittles brain candy no 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 no, no. we want repeat listenership yeah mm-hmm. okay as, 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 <laughs> I, as, I guess i guess that makes sense as, as fun as that would be yeah um that would it's, lower our listener counts let's, yes, let's try and avoid the head explosion. i don't know man delicious brain candy <laughs> well they can shoot out skittles just head intact that's true well uh, last year uh, you 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 know you guys tricked them into sending free pizza to the house maybe next <laughs> we'll get some free fucking no, skittles hang on, hang on. there was no trick involved there we sent out a request and it oh, showed up that was not a trick good good well maybe the precedent <laughs> set this year is uh defcon skittles that's what we're doing all right there you go um, so there you have it, folks. Um, if you uh, if you want to show your appreciation to Gamerhead Radio, please send us um, brain skittles. Ooh, gross! <laughs> and when you say it out loud like that, then it just sounds kind of hmm. Don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's a little weird. <sighs> well, um, at least that would be more entertaining than what we have coming up uh, this week in video games on Tuesday, January sixth. We have a grand total of two. Count them: two releases. Whoa. Um, we have Duke Nukem 3D, the Megaton Edition, <laughs> <laughs> coming out for the PS3 and Vita. And we have, uh, whoa, Dave, exclamation point. Whoa, Dave. Whoa, Dave, coming out for the Vita, and that is it. That's it? Welcome to January, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so, so my options are yelling at Dave. <laughs> yes. Or a game that's so old that I played it on, like, my Pentium 1. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's, that, that could very well be accurate. This um, is why backlogs need to exist. Yeah, Ladies thank and gentlemen, you. welcome to January, the yeah. month of uh, entertainment <laughs> bankruptcy. Uh, yeah, because especially for next week, we're, uh, January 13th, you're looking at, um, I can't even, what does this say? Um, Atlier Aisha plus the Alchemist of Dusk. I assume that's Japanese. Which is clearly some sort of Japanese anime related <laughs> title. No. Coming out for the Vita, which is what the Vita is mostly has, yeah, yeah. has titles. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, in other words, for the majority of people out there, the next two weeks are backlog catching up time, just like I said. Exactly. It's perfect. Where, what, what else would you do? If you if you spent the entire year playing premium games, you would never catch up. Yeah. You would, you know, the well, tower of games would collapse down upon you and you would die under the weight. It's entirely feasible yeah actually mm. uh, and i'd like to thank the gaming industry because they usually give you that you know this this lull period here so you can catch up on the games you got 
two weeks ago. January, February. By March, we'll start seeing some goodness. I don't know. February was pretty hot last year. It's true. Yeah, that is true. Uh, So, Goat, what have you been playing the last two weeks? Oh, boy. I got a list. All right. Let's see here. Been lazy, so uh, sitting on my... Uh, yeah, go ahead and stretch out, get ready for this yeah, epic list my, reading. My, my catching up. Well, and I got the new toy. I got the Xbox One, uh-huh. as we announced two weeks ago. So uh-huh. this is two weeks of, uh, well, what's that do? <laughs> it's still not thrilled with the thing, but it's better than nothing. Uh, let's see. In that, in, in, in that little new toy thing, I did go through Tales of Borderlands Episode 1. Okay. Awesome. A lot longer. I like the way they built the story. Okay. Mm, yes. Hopefully, I'll be able to talk to you about this next week. I did. Um, it's on sale right now for like half price, for like yeah. two two dollars and some. Yeah, I got uh, both of them for the price of one. That was like a uh, duh. Yep, nice. So, <laughs> which uh, which leads me into Game of Thrones. My telltale. Hey, <laughs> that was. I have no idea what the hell Game of Thrones is, but uh, it seems like a really fun time. Uh, um, yes, if by fun you mean lots of death and murder and betrayal, sure. See, I heard there was a lot of boobs in it too. So I mean, um, yeah, yeah, there is that too. Okay, but so I, 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 I have a hard time believing that we'll be seeing a lot of boobs and penis in the in the Xbox 360. 360. Hello, in the in the. I know. I don't know what just happened. To wow. me. I'm sorry. Charlie's going retro on one of these games in his 360, which is um, possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think we're gonna be seeing a lot of that in the in the Telltale game. But yes, in the TV show, there's a lot of that. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, it was good though. I like the fact that I don't know shit about this show, and it didn't affect me. Still one bit. enjoyed it. You yeah. and I might be the only two people left on the planet that haven't watched that show. I haven't good. seen We're it mostly because I don't own, I don't have cable, and I won't pay for cable. Uh, yeah. So we covered this with you yeah. guys two weeks ago. Yeah, I think more so, than five yeah. people have told me to watch it. So then we um, we went switched gears a little bit. I did Dead Rising three, obviously, for you know new toy syndrome. Sure, sure. Not a fan it at was, all. Really? I mean, it was cool, but it was just like. It's hack and slash. I mean, it, I like the idea of like killing my, my mass amount of things in vehicles and stuff like that. But it's that beat up old zombie. See, I bought genre. that near launch too, because uh, I got the I got a day one system because yeah. my my lovely lady was so kind as to pick one up for me for my birthday, oh, which nice. is in November. Nice. So um, I got a day one unit, and I didn't have much with it, obviously. Um, but I did pick up Dead Rising Three, and I had the same problems with it. It's the idea. Of that game is yeah. better than the execution yeah. of that game, and the the controls are kind of shit. Yeah, oh, and yeah. and the driving is even worse. Oh god, the driving—it's yeah. almost pointless. There's yeah. so few places mm-hmm. you can drive it. It just almost—I yeah. don't know. Yeah, I I kind of understand what you mean by it. I also got a day one system and got that game, the day one edition, and all that. And I played a little bit. I didn't have the same complaints that you have, but still, nonetheless, mm-hmm. I haven't gone back to it. So maybe yeah. that says something. So and and and. Staying on that pattern, yeah. <laughs> I uh, borrowed Rise from Charlie, oh. and if you follow me on social media, I had the greatest picture burn <laughs> this year so far. Objective <laughs> failed. <laughs> Much like your game. <laughs> God, like, it was great. I was like, played it for like an hour, two hours, and I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, yeah, Romans, kicking ass, stabby, stabby, stabby. And then like two hours later, I'm like, still doing the same shit. Yep. Yeah. I'm like, I get... I, it's the same fucking level. It's just been reskinned. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, think, I think that was kind of the universally yeah. uh, uh, sort of consistent thing right. about that game. Is everybody said it was pretty, yeah, pretty yep. thin. Yeah, I mean, yep. it got to the point where I was like, "Oh, hey, I'm executing a guy. Why X X Y? Oh, yep. yeah, didn't even need to do that because I've done it four thousand times." Yep. Yeah. The uh, <laughs> it's um you know that game was originally meant to be a connect game. Yeah. And um 
they basically decided to retool it and have it be like an Xbox One launch exclusive. And so I think you know the consensus seems to be that that's why that game had the failings that it has because it wasn't supposed to be this big thing. It was supposed to be yeah. like just a fun, stupid Connect game. Yeah. And then they were like, "No, we're going to take this. You're going to make it gorgeous, and you're going to make it like a launch title for the Xbox One." And they just went, "Uh, okay." And, and that's how they tried to package it, though. Too yeah. is, is this is the this is the first game of the generation yeah. on this system that will show off the yeah. power and it'll yeah, look yeah. beautiful. And, it, and that it, was it was just a, a pretty face. I think that Rising Three showed off the power of the Xbox One more than Rise. much yeah. better. Yeah. yeah, much yeah. better. I just, uh, but it's off the list. Yep. I'm, catch, I'm catching up on the. Uh, uh, <laughs> then, then we, we after we got through the crap, <laughs> we went to uh, Super Sports hmm? on uh, PS4. I was over at a buddy's house oh, and okay. uh, playing up. It, it's hilarious. It's Super a, Sports. Yeah, it's a very, very, very minimalist game. I think it was. I think it's on just PSN. It was like a free game or about that. We were and it's just like co-op sports games, right? Okay. The one, the one particular one we were playing is called Super Pole Riders. Not as pornographic as I was. Really hoping for you answered my first question, <laughs> but it's it's awesome. It's fun. It's simple. It's two guys with like pole vaults. Okay. There's a ball on a string in the middle. Okay. With two goals, obviously one's one guys and one you know you're going against each other, right? The entire purpose of the game is to pole vault up and kick the ball down the string into your goal. And oh, oh, okay. The other guy obviously, and the defense is to not let him do that. So, right. <laughs> what 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 is the what would you describe the the format for this game? Like, what is, what? How is it presented? Uh, it's basically well, I mean, it's basically just tug of war. Is like the actual like format of the game because you're just going back and forth, and it's like very, it's very like kind of reminds me of like uh, Kung Fu from Ness, like that whole like you're just two oh, guys okay. in front of a thing. It's two D, you know, it's only two D or whatever like that, yeah. and it literally you just you take one stick and. That is, flips it, is this like a, a PSN title, like yeah. a, like an arcade yeah. title? Kind yeah, of, okay. arcade title. But I mean, it's simple as hell. But it's it. Oh man, like, awesome! It's it's a it's a friend breaker. There was there was, <laughs> there was some yelling, <laughs> ruins friendships. Oh yeah, it? but it was okay. a blast. All right, and then uh, checked out Chariot as well. That was fun. Uh, also, much better with two people. You got a Chariot, you drag it up. You got to do the little puzzle thing. Yeah, then, yeah. Michelle and I played like the first level of that, and we enjoyed yeah. it. We're gonna get back to it at some point. Yeah, it was really good. And then uh, the highlight actually was uh, D Four Days Don't Die, which is the current um, free, free Xbox yeah. One title of the month. Yeah, for Games for Gold, and it's as I was telling the boys off air is best way to describe it is a Telltale game engine dipped in Japanese. Okay. Which <laughs> I don't think it'd be the worst thing in the world, but okay. Yeah, it's very it's like quick action and all that, and like this the the depth and detail of like the Japanese part of it really sucked me in. It, it it's it's Japanese. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I did this two weeks. Okay, would you uh, would you do Charlie? <laughs> um, so after so early in um, I think it was actually Monday after um, that we recorded our two weeks ago our last live episode. Um, I finished uh, Child of Light, and um, I actually it's one of the first games in a long time that achievement-wise I hundred percented. And um, I, um, you know, this is the uh, this is the uh, side-scrolling RPG put out by Ubisoft using the UbiArt engine, so it's it, it has the same like drawn look as like uh, you know the the recent Rayman games and as um, Valiant Hearts and all that. Um, I, I I've mentioned it in the several past episodes that I've been you know when I mentioned that I've been playing it, and um, all the way up to the end, loved every second of it. Um, it's, um, you know, it's a beautiful game. It has a good story. Um, you know, the, the, the combat is, it's, um, you know, it mixes it up enough. So it's not just your normal, it's, it's not just your, your typical turn-based RPG. Like you, you can only have two characters on screen at a time. And so it, um, it makes it challenging as far as how you approach battles and things like that. Um, 
but uh, yeah, absolutely loved it. So um, that's uh, it's uh, definitely worth checking out if uh, if you have the ability to do so. Um, I also um, played through the first episode of, of the Game of Thrones Telltale game series, and so I'm right there with you on that one, Goat. Um, now, being now, like I mentioned a little bit, uh, uh, you know, a couple minutes ago, you know, being from co- coming from being familiar with the Game of Thrones world, in as much yeah. as the TV show is portrayed, um, I, I absolutely loved it. You know, it's um, you know, when I mentioned it previously, I hadn't gotten to the point where I ran into any of the characters from the show. Um, you do eventually, um, you know. After that point, I did run into several of the characters, oh, um, and um, you know the uh, the way that it kind of intertwines in with the world and there's this, the scenarios and the situations that we're familiar with at the time that it has made you aware that this is taking place. Um, I mean, I'm enjoying it. It's um, it's it's sort of like it, it's it's almost like um, you know if, if if there's a movie that I really enjoy and then like on the DVD when it comes out, there's like it's like the Marvel one shots when it comes out on on their, their mm-hmm. those their Blu-ray DVDs. Yeah. It's like it's like Here's this other thing that's going on at the same time. It's it's just it's but it's a nicely packaged, well done, well executed like extra bit for yeah. for fans of the series. And um, it's uh, like you said, it's more it's much more well done. Um, it, it it's 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 fairly well done as far as everything goes. Now, like I said before, I I stand by that. I I feel like I really feel like they had the B team on the animation side of things. Like you know the way the characters move is very jerky. Like I said before, that that never really got better. And then the other big difference from the Walking Dead games. Is that um, it's a lot more political, like you know, where the Walking Dead games, because you know, just because of the way that the world works, yeah. it's like every five minutes you have a quick time event because you're dodging zombies. It's like this game is a lot more, uh, it, you know, that you it's a lot more about the the decisions that you make, and I get the impression that the, that the decisions that you make are going to carry more and have more weight and effect into the later chapters, just because you know it's we're talking about Game of Thrones, which is a very very you know, it's it's a very political series, kind of in that respect. If you kind of understand what I'm trying to say, um, but um, so, but but nonetheless, being a being a fan of the show, I definitely enjoy the the game. Um, also, coming completely out of left field, um, I've spent the last two days with Michelle playing Peggle Two. Yeah, I've seen wow. that. Of all things, <laughs> no. um, Michelle sort of rediscovered it um, over the. You know, she's uh, was lucky enough to have this last week off. And so she was looking for something to do, and she had played it when it initially came out on the Xbox One, and then rediscovered it. And there's been a couple uh, level packs, and um, and uh, characters uh, that have been released as DLC since then. And so we literally have spent the last two days on our couch on the Xbox One, switching off, trying to do like the like the. Uh, I, I don't know if you're familiar with Peggle Two, but um, as opposed to just the normal beating of the levels, which is just hitting all the orange pegs yeah. there's also additional objectives where it's like completely clearing the board out yeah, or yeah. um you know getting a score over a certain amount or doing like tricks sh- these different like kind of trick shots or different things like that and so we've been going through the levels and trying taking turns trying to complete all these bonus objectives um all of this happening with the because as you know michelle is big into football with the football tv snapped into the side of the screen <laughs> with only the audio of the football happening is because you don't really need to hear a peggle, you no. know? And so it's been football up in the corner with the audio of that, and I've just been completely ignoring that. I, just... I never would have imagined in a million years uh, snapping football with Peggle. Two, two great teams taste great together, I guess. You can file it under that one, but... Peggle's aging really well, though, as yeah. a series like that. You can go back to Peggle after some time, and it still plays really well. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and, uh, but yeah, that's, um, you know, it's, um, I, I'm, I'm a... L- 
that like like two percent salty on the situation because we're we're doing all this peggle stuff under her her under her profile, <laughs> so I'm not getting any of the the, the <clears throat> achievements or whatever for it. But I mean, it adds up. Two percent salty. Hold yeah. on, hold on. How many games has she helped you collect gems in for no points? More than enough. That's why it's only two percent. Say, let her have her game. It's been her game since she downloaded it. If I remember correctly. Okay. You know, I am. I am now zero percent salty. You, you've there talked you me off the ledge. Redacted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, but that that's 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 that is, in my side. Of wow, me. that is a whole whew, man. I'm, yay, kill barbarians, shiny yeah. unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> Which, oh my god! By the way, <laughs> oh boy, the unicorn character in the game, yeah. he has a robot skin. There is a Technotronicorn in Peggle oh, too. Man, blew my mind. Wow. Charlie has arrived, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we have to get a photo of that and uh, and start putting that around the internet. Yeah, Charlie's official. <laughs> I can't remember the character's name for the life of me right now, but uh, um, isn't it like Larry or something? Some, like that? Yeah, it's some, like a really like normal yeah. generic, name. Yeah. 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 But uh, yeah, when we discovered that, I, I was very. I, we were both very, very excited. Wow. I was just we we both at the same time. I think pointed at the screen. We're just, we looked at each other. We're like, "Take this Ronic Horn!" And, so, <laughs> and the neighbors are like, "What is that?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We should have closed the windows. Um, <laughs> They're like, but, "Damn uh, it! The neighbors are doing it again. <laughs> They're doing the thing." Well, somebody's got a weird safe word. <laughs> yes. Uh, John, what about you? Um, I played. Uh, um, it's been a busy week. We've uh, we had a bunch of shows, so I didn't get as much play time in between the holidays and uh, you know prep Work. for uh, villain shows. I didn't get a lot of time this week. Yeah. So uh, I did. I did finish. Managed to finish Shadow of Mordor, um, which was fantastic. It was. It was as good as everybody said it was. And uh, I, I couldn't gauge whether or not I had a slight bias because almost everything else I bought and or played this season was fucking broken. Oh, yeah. uh, this was not. And so I, I was. Uh, it, it immediately had cool points just for doing what it was supposed to do, which was play well without. Uh, Who was the publisher on that? Um, Warner Brothers actually. Oh, really? Monolith okay. actually developed it, and Warner okay. Brothers published it. Um, I just get the, the face of John turning on and goes, start. Oh, shit, it works. Game of the year. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know what? Um, I, I typically don't like it when games borrow things uh, from other games. It, sure. it seems lazy to me. Sure. I guess there's nothing really wrong with it, you know, as long as it does as long that as it's thing not too well. Yeah, yeah, but it was pretty blatant in this. Uh, realistically, anybody that's played the Arkham games will tell you that it, it, it lifted the Arkham combat system, and anybody who's played the Assassin's Creed games will tell you that it, it is lifted much from those. But... It, it kind of... I don't mind if you borrow something from another game if you improve it a little bit. And sure. uh, Shadow of Mordor managed to take the combat system from the free-flowing combat system from the Arkham games and add just enough uh, of its own ideas to it that it kept it interesting. Um, anything that you unlocked in skill chains kept it... Um, by the time you started getting bored with the skill sets you had, you'd get something extra that just made it kind of exciting and, and reinvigorated your uh, your interest in playing and changed up your play style while you were fighting. The stealth parts of it, as a longtime Assassin's Creed fan has played every game in the series, uh, it, it actually kind of did the stealth a little better than Assassin's Creed has been doing it for a while, just because it it made it accessible in a way that it used to be in Assassin's Creed, but they have since overcomplicated it or made it so difficult to sneak up on or poorly designed uh, levels have made it hard to sneak up on guys and play it stealthy that uh, I was able to pretty quickly, once you get later into the game, I was able to clear out whole groups, areas, and sections of guys without so much as a hint of being detected. And it felt 
felt good. You know what I mean? If you could get away with it. And, yeah. and I didn't feel like I was ripping my hair out while I was doing it. The narrative was pretty goddamn good. If you are a Lord of the Rings fan, I know in previous episodes um, that's been mentioned, you know, nobody on Gamerhead is a tremendously large Lord of the Rings fan or is terribly educated on it. I like Lord of the Rings. I'm a big fan of the movies. I like. I just saw the newest Hobbit over yeah, the weekend. And I still so, haven't seen that yet. But um, the movies are the movies and Lego Lord of the Rings are as far as my knowledge goes. Sure. Yeah, I I've I, I read The Hobbit and I started okay. reading the Lord of the Rings books when I was in like junior high school. I just never got back to them. Okay. Because as a kid, they were kind of complicated reads. Yeah. Uh, just kind of. Uh, I don't want to say boring. It was just hard. With an attention span, uh, you know, about the the size of a goldfish's attention span as a kid, it was difficult to get into. If there's one thing Tolkien is not, it's concise. No, not at all, not (laughs) at all. Um, But if if you do know, at least have a cursory knowledge of that universe, Mm -hmm. and uh, if you've seen the movies, you'll you'll be able to follow this game. Um, Tonally, it does not feel like the movies, but it uh, it throws a couple of things in there that are really kind of fascinating and interesting. I enjoyed it. It was a good game. Um, Timeline-wise, where does it take place? Uh, it seems to take place before, um, uh, sort of during the Lord of the Rings movies. Okay. Like, uh, the only the only character that you see um, featured in, in the, the game that's in the, the Lord of the Rings movies, not the Hobbit movies, Lord of the Rings, um, you see Sauron in cutscenes and things like that. Okay. Um, and you see Gollum. And Gollum seems to kind of, they don't really make it clear whether or not he's doing what he does while he's like maybe going back and forth like between the chasing groups. with and chasing yeah, going and or back chasing and forth between Frodo the movie or, group. Or okay. I, they don't make that very clear, but I, okay. I kind of felt like maybe around that time he's kind of going to whoever it is he thinks can get him kind of back to the ring. It seems to be his. So, he, so he's not. Because, I mean, like, in the movies, uh, when he encounters Frodo, he's pretty much with them until the end. Yeah. So, so maybe, it, like, during the first movie, it sounds like. Yeah, oh, maybe. It's okay. something you're during that time. But um, it, it uh, takes place during the, sort of the regrowth okay. and rise of Sauron. It did have an amazing um, system in place for, and I'm sure everybody's talked about this before, but how you encounter the sort of captains and war chiefs in the game. Um you have to get gain intel on them and then hunt them down and systematically kill them and each encounter with them feels a little personal and there were I don't want to spoil much about that system because there were things that surprised me about it okay. in the game the one particular thing which I'll talk about another time that I thought was a glitch and it just turned out to be a really cool goddamn thing oh okay so cool. um that was a good game um kind of following you up with uh, Child of Light I started Child of Light I have not finished it I'm only about an hour and a half into it what do you think Oh, it's fantastic. You know, I, I can't find a single thing wrong with it. I like the music. I like the gameplay, the controls, art. Um, it's it's kind of everything that you want a game to be when you're thinking about it. Like, it's, it's thoughtful. It's entertaining. Yeah. It's a joy to look at and listen to. Play. Like, I dug, dug it, man. It's just a good game. I'm, I'm going to play it through. That's probably going to be the next thing I finish. Um, Child of Light. Uh, went back to uh, Alien Isolation. I started it before I started Shadow of Mordor and uh, just got kind of sucked into Shadow of Mordor. Alien Isolation I've been playing. Um, I'm going to uh, try to take that out here before uh, before the end of the month if I have the time. Okay. Um, I played a little Mario Kart, um, which is pretty entertaining. You know, that's never a bad time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, that's really kind of it. You know, I, I bought an unreasonable amount of shit during the Steam sale. And uh, have have probably started or played the first ten minutes of all of it, and will probably <laughs> finish three of those in the next couple months. Sure. Yeah. So nice. that's it. That's it for me for this week. Maybe. Okay. Cool. That's a hodgepodge. It is. You, it's you, a, it's you a, were like an every man gamer. You're so like well. I do. I play everything. I, that's something that since I'm new to the show, I'll point out to you. Is I am. Uh, I am not. Uh, 
loyal to any one console or brand or platform. I just love video or games. Genre, I, apparently. <laughs> yeah, genres, I, except for um, I, I would rather put a lit cigar out on my asshole than play Madden games. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> or FIFA games. They're interchangeable to me. Yeah. Know? Anything that sounds like football. I just, I, um, any sports? Like, the, I don't mm-hmm. mind certain sports games. I used to play boxing games, oh, the, okay. the fight night games. I don't mind boxing games. Okay. I don't mind hockey games to some degree, even though I don't play them terribly oh, often. Okay. I just don't I'd rather go outside and play the games myself, honestly. You know, fair enough. That's just me. But um, yeah, weird, weird uh, hodgepodge of shit. I like it though. I'll definitely mix it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll. uh, You'll be our random wild card. I play a lot of games on, uh, you know, on the Android platform. You know, like I, I don't. I'll play anything if I think yeah. it's decent. That was what I really quick. I want to amend my list. Sure. Uh, I did buy a couple of games on. uh, the uh, Android or the Play Store uh, for Android. I, I right. got Hitman Go. I got um, the new uh, Shadow Run, one of the newer Shadow Run games. Um, you know, just a couple other games. Yeah. Like, like pretty and Republic, which is a pretty neat game. And the reason I wanted to mention that, I, I showed that to you mm-hmm. when I was over here with you last week, Charlie. Um, had a very metal. Gear yeah, it's got like it. Jennifer Hale does some of the voice acting, and David Hayter, who's you know solid okay. snake. Um, you know. Console grade facial animations yeah. and you know music and presentation on a you know an Android game you don't see it's kind of a you know point and click type game but uh, you know it's a cool game yeah. neat. nice okay yeah. um, real quick before we move on um, I'd like to thank everybody that wrote in for the um, and responded to our listener um, feedback uh, census and survey um, really appreciate all the feedback we got uh, we will be publishing um, some of the highlights um, of the results of that just so you guys um, that participated can kind of see. Where um, where your thoughts and opinions kind of fell in line with everybody else's, and um, so everybody that didn't can um, you know because I know we have a lot of new listeners to the show. Um, thanks to Mister uh, Mister Mister Santiago over here. Uh, and, you're most welcome. <laughs> and um, so you guys can kind of see uh, see what uh, what the results of that were. But uh, aside from that, now that you've seen what we did this last week, let's see what the industry did this last week in video games. Number five, um, so this is sort of a new revelation about an old story, it appears. Um, so it turns out, um, during a, it's been revealed during a recent interview with um, uh, Nintendo's uh, Satoru Iwata that uh, while, um, while development was ongoing for Super Smash Bros. Melee for the GameCube, that it was going to be delayed, and it probably would have been if he hadn't have jumped into the fray and helped out with development and bug checking. Um, in and uh, let's see here. Um, in an interview with 4gamer.net, he's quoted as saying, um, I wonder if it's all right to admit this. Um, I guess the proverbial statute of limitations is up, so I'll tell you. But my actual last work on programming happened when I was working as the general manager of corporate playing at Nintendo. Something happened, and the GameCube version of Super Smash Brothers didn't look like it was going to make its release date, so I sort of did a code review for it. He continued, at the time, I went to HAL Laboratory in Yamanashi and was the acting head of debugging. So I did the code review, fixed some bugs, read the code and fixed more bugs, read the long bug report from Nintendo, figured out where the problem was, and got people to fix those. All in all, I spent about three weeks like that, and because of that, the game made it out on time. And that was the last time that I worked as an engineer in the field. I was right there, sitting by programmers in the trenches, reading code together, finding the bugs, and fixing them together. And I just think that in this current era of shipping broken games left and right like we've mentioned several times just the story of like you know one of the top guys in nintendo 
just like saying like if if you know if i don't get involved this game might might not make it out on time and just getting down in the trenches and just helping and just like really just getting down there and sitting with his programmers i just oh, think yeah. is is awesome there's not enough of it for sure um it also this this is the most nintendo thing i've yeah. ever heard in my life like they're yeah. renowned for this kind of stuff just yeah. because um it shows a care for the 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 product and and what you probably they could have titled this article how i got a promotion at nintendo yeah. <laughs> that's really kind of what it was yeah. why yeah. i'm why i'm king shit over at nintendo at this point you know? why because, i'm mr nintendo yeah you know i mean look if everybody took the time to and and we kind of talked a little bit about this before the show but you've got these teams of 500 1000 people working on a single game and he can go in and, and i mean it doesn't it doesn't talk about how much time it took him to get this done right but i'm gonna assume that if he felt compelled to do it that close to it going gold then it was probably uh enough time that i'm sure he was sweating um i presume anyways if everybody took that kind of care and time into making sure that they programmed cleanly you know and wrote clean code yep maybe we wouldn't be paying for broken games. Yeah. You know? So I appreciate it. I respect the hell out of that, man. Even yeah. though it was a GameCube title, and it was years ago, and we probably weren't even thinking about it at oh, that yeah. time that the game came out, right. I still appreciate that type of um, care for your, you know, your work. Yeah, definitely. So, um, Yeah, absolutely agree. So, um, yeah, we just thought it was a, it was a good, uh, good um, feel-good story to include in. <laughs> well, I know. It's been uh, three weeks of <clears throat> pissing and moaning about, you know, broken games. So I guess it's a... Uh, yeah, know, don't, don't worry, listeners. We've... we've are we were building the soapbox for John. We will have the uh, the broken games lecture. Oh man, I I got oh, I'm pissed. <laughs> this month it'll happen. I'm so bitter. Uh, so coming to number four. Um, speaking of uh, another good situation of um, good things um, coming from bad things, I guess um, our listener uh, Carl- Carlton actually gave us a heads up on this story, which is uh, a friend of um, John's again. A um, new listener. Yeah. Welcome yes. Yes. Fold. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for thank, uh, thanks for giving us a heads up on this, Carlton. So there's a developer called GSC Game World, which I know is kind of confusing. We were trying to figure out if it was like if it was like a, like a, like an MMO or something like that. It's like Game World. It's like no, no, that's the name of this developer, GSC Game World. Um, I guess they folded a couple of years ago and they've gotten back together. Um, John, I guess you were you were uh, you were looking into this a little bit. Um, I, I did. Uh, the 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 gener- It's kind of a strange article because. Uh, the general consensus is that uh, Stalker 2 was supposed to come out, you know, for anybody who's uh, who's not familiar, this is the company that worked on the, uh, you know, Stalker games, you know, um, pretty popular series, but um, from what from what I was able to learn, it seems like they, they were able to get an alpha build of the game put together and get uh, funding for Stalker 2, but the, the engine that they developed for the game was not... Uh, by the time they got the game completed, it would have been dated technology, and um, they didn't have confidence in putting a product out that was that far behind the curve by the time it was finished. Apparently, the engine was way ahead of its time when it was developed, but the amount of development time necessary would have kept it from being um, an optimal product in a current market. Um, added to that, um, apparently, there was a, another studio out there who claimed that they were making the Stalker sequel. Uh huh that they, they kind of were butting heads with over it. And I, I guess it never went to court, but it was something that could have gone to court. And, uh, you know, the, 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 they wouldn't have initiated legal action 
themselves. Um, if the the counter studio, the the the, uh, the doppelganger studio, <laughs> um, had chosen to do so, um, then they would have proceeded. Essentially, is what what they were saying. Okay. Um, but they also cited. Um, they got the they could they got the alpha build finished for the game and were able to get funding um, to complete the game, but weren't sure if they were going to have money left over to properly market the game and sell the game, um, which I guess is you know kind of a problem. Um, yeah, even if you finish the game, if nobody buys yeah, it because nobody yeah. knows about it, that's they a problem. Also, and, uh, which I thought was peculiar because the uh, you know, stalker games are pretty popular games. Yeah. they also mentioned this is also developed in Cossacks too. But Stalker being as popular as it was, they said that they were concerned that there would be a lack of interest uh, in the game. They sort of pinpointed that they have a demographic of like, um, I think it was like 20, 25 to 40 year old, you know, was the demographic that they, they typically okay. cater to. Um, and they, they seem to be trying to reemerge. Um, this is a Ukrainian studio, too. Um, and I guess they're going to stick with their old demographic. Uh, there was some question about whether or not they were going to try and get into, um, since they're kind of reemerging back into the market, whether or not they're going to get into mobile gaming, um, you know, on Android or iOS. And uh, they have no interest. They stated that they know who their demographic is and they intend to continue to target that demographic and, uh, you know, make games for the people that they make games for. That's That's pretty bold. It is, you know, either that or it's either bold or out of touch. You know, there's it depends. You know, I guess we're gonna find out. Time's gonna yeah. tell on yeah. that one. Yeah. So, uh, so, anyways, um, best of luck to uh, to uh, GSC. Uh, Am I saying that right? Game uh, World. Yeah, GSC yeah. Game World. On um, and um, uh, from what I understand, is that they're working on something, but they haven't announced what their next project is. Correct? They they did not state. And I know what it is. With a title like that, it's got to be an arcade bar. Yeah, why not? Yeah, they should probably sure. change the name to GSE Ukraine though, because it's kind of kind of confusing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm saying Game World. That seems like a place like David Buster's, where you just go play some video games, <laughs> That's right. have a meal. That's true. Um, yeah, just build it in Chicago so we can go there too, please. Okay. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah, right next to level two five two, they need a little competition. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so coming at number three here, uh, the engineer who is res- essentially responsible for leading development on Xbox Live and the X- XNA game <clears throat> development tools for Xbox, Brad Moyer, has uh, left Microsoft after 17 years. Um, he tweeted, goodbye, Microsoft. It was a good run. Xbox was great. Time to do something new. Yeah, that, that's, that's crazy, though. You think about that. 17 years. And like he finally is like, oh, it's time to go. You know, let's do something new. Let's do something fun. I mean, that's, that's awesome that you can do that. But at the same time, I'm kind of scared for the guy. <laughs> well, I mean, he's definitely got a good pedigree to go off. I mean, you know, yeah. it's it's you know, Xbox Live is definitely um, you know um, that is a, a well well put together service, I would say. That and 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 to note, I don't know if you mentioned it before, but he is the very first person to ever be on Xbox Live. Well, <laughs> being the guy in charge, I would yeah. not be surprised. But I'm saying, like, that's kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, they, they, I don't know. Yeah. I'd be cool. I I did that on, like business cards, picking up chicks at the bar. Yeah, hey, I was the first guy on <laughs> Xbox Live. There have been a lot room. of like turnover from sort of high-ranking people at Microsoft in mm-hmm. the last couple of years, a lot of transition. Yeah. Yeah. But but some of the people who've transitioned in and out have not made direct contributions to Xbox um, like this fellow has. So it makes me, when somebody who, who has contributed as much as he has, been there as long as he has, leaves and says, I'm trying to go and find uh, new things to do, it makes me wonder what they know. What it is they know and they've seen and yeah. they've heard that we don't know, 
it, it kind of makes me wonder whether or not something something sour is going on up there, or if he's just bored, or it makes me wonder the reason. You know what I mean? Well, if see, it, and that's the thing. Um, apparently, most recently, he served as technical director of uh, I'm sorry, director of the uh, a director of development for for Xbox, and he was part of the Xbox One team and oversaw technical design and development of the current generation console. Um, and specifically promoted the Xbox One's cloud-based computing power at the system's unveiling last year. So this sounds like, it sounds like kind of his baby was the whole idea of it being like a very cloud-centric system and being able to like offload processing and do a lot of the things that the Xbox One hasn't really been doing yet. Yeah. Um, you know, there's there's like the Drivatars with like Forza and, um, um, and you know, a couple other things, but it sounds like, it, it, it sounds like the stuff that he was mainly working on um, has been underutilized. And so I, I wonder if he may have left out of a point of frustration. Yeah. I wonder. I mean, there's a lot of... I mean, let's be honest. 2014 hasn't been a particularly... It was not a great year for the, the, the world of the cloud. A lot of really negative things came out of it. Yeah. You know, security breach problems yeah. with, you know... Hollywood people's asses hanging out on the internet. And, you know, Sony yeah. stuff being ripped out of nowhere. It... I wonder how much of the the lack of support for cloud-based uh, functionality uh, comes from the sort of negative hits that you know cloud-based anything took last year. I mean, you were you're you're IT centric. You know this stuff. I mean, what's your take on that? What do you think? You know, it's you know, it's like this guy left Microsoft because it sounds like he was working on a lot of really major cloud stuff, which we haven't seen. So, John, to answer your question, do I think that that we might not have seen this because of all this crap that we've seen over the last year or two? Um, that's entirely possible. And it's entirely possible that it's done. Like, I, I could see C-level executives sitting in a boardroom making decisions whether or not this stuff is going to go forward being gun-shy because of all this. Sure. Um, I could see public perception being poor enough that a lot of people are saying, like, you know, like in, in surveys and marketing research, people might not might be saying, like, you know, you know, if if they put out a question like, if we had a cloud service that that did use this and this and this, would you use it? People are saying like, no, I don't like the cloud. So I can see that being a, a contributing factor. I can see a lot of different things being contributing factors here that um that may come to this. I mean, like we have no idea if that's why uh if that's why um Mr. Malter left um I'm yeah, left Microsoft or not, but I mean it would it would not surprise me. I'm sticking with it. He's been there 17 years. You do the same thing for 17 years. You might want to do the same thing somewhere else just for a change of pace. Yeah. Be like, that water fountain's been there for 17 years. You know what? I want to go somewhere else. The water fountain's on the right side of me. <laughs> I, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that if you notice in the last mm, last four or five months, Microsoft seems to be trying to backpedal on all the um, extra things that the Xbox One does. You know, they've kind of stripped Connect out of it, mm -hmm. and you don't really hear them talk about the TV functionality of it anymore. There's no play. They're trying to strip well, they it. They seem to be trying to strip it back to being a game. They shut down TV division. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. They, they so. seem to be trying to strip it back to being just a game system. Well, yeah, and so um, that may, some of that may yeah, be you know, cloud stuff may be getting cut as a result. Killing them on that side because yeah, it's yeah. just a game system, and they were all, oh, we're going to take you know, over your living room. Their Xbox, like... Uh, original like television programming yeah. stuff you know yeah, exactly yeah. So. yeah that's why we still got spielberg's halo series coming out yeah we may never <laughs> find out who knows well good luck to you man hopefully you get something on the burner that's awesome yeah indeed i um, I, I, have, I have no doubt that you will yeah he seems pretty yeah. it wasn't like he's leaving on his own free will so he's yeah. got something in something in his quiver yeah <laughs> yep yep so coming number two, um, this has been in the works for a while, but it turns out that in the most recent uh, November 2014 uh, development tool update for the Xbox One, um, that um, some more CPU power has been uh, made, avail made available to developers um, 
programming for the Xbox One. Um, specifically, the seventh core of the um, of the of the uh, the seventh core of the processing uh, system has been, which was previously reserved for the operating system, specifically Connect related functions. Um, because if you remember, of course, uh, when the Xbox One was announced and released, it was always supposed to. Have, the the idea is that every single one would at least have a have a connect in the box and hopefully have them all connected. And so they basically had a section of processing power cordoned off, so that um, you know if uh, you know anytime somebody wanted to use connect features, whether it be gestures or voice commands or whatever, that processing power would always be reserved and available, so that it would it would make a good experience for the user. Uh, well, now that of course so many Xbox Ones have been sold without the Connect, um, they've uh, yeah. Hi, Goat. <laughs> um, I'm they've, um, Yeah, they've um, they basically unlocked that seventh core and um, and made that available to developers. And it turns out that there's some speculation that um, uh, apparently there's a there's a slight um, uh, uh, performance um, benefit on the Xbox One in Assassin's Creed Unity. And in uh, when you're in uh, crowded areas in Grand Theft Auto V on the Xbox One versus the PlayStation 4, and there's no direct evidence of this, but some people are suggesting that it might be because of this additional processing power that was made available. So This, this is what we've come to? Putting huh. our hands in our pockets and being able to walk through crowded areas smoothly? Without... I think... Well, okay... But just, the last is, one I think is kind of important. <laughs> I'll give it, it's a little higher than pockets. Yeah. But this is where we've come. Not like it's great games and it runs the games, you know, and and, and stuff. It, it, this is the debates between the systems we've gotten to. Look, man, I'll, I'll always take a silky smooth frame rate if I can yeah, get it. But, but if the PlayStation One and N sixty four eras are proof, you don't need a good frame rate in order to yeah. have fun playing a game. As a matter of fact, those those systems really those most of those games borderline make your eyes bleed yeah. if you go back and play them now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they were literally bloodshot. Yeah. Like my but, eyes get. Dry. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, there used to be like real debates about which system was better, and now we're to like nitpicking. Look, anything they can do to improve the quality of the games, I'll take. But I do find it humorous that we're going to start seeing improvements to the uh, the graphical quality of Assassin's Creed Unity after everybody's already tried to bash its head in with a, a rock. You know, after after they're already done and moved on from I just, it. You know? I don't know. I did just the bickering, like what last show, last live show was, uh, if it was 1080 or not. Right when, right. when 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 the first when they first came out with the current gens, it was you can put your hands in your pockets and watch dogs, and now we're up to you can walk through crowded areas faster in one than the other. Yeah, definitely. Uh, they're <laughs> definitely uh, um, talking up what uh, improvements <laughs> are being made sometimes in games coming up. But, it, 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 well, you, you kind of have to. I mean, you you kind of have you you have an obligation pretty well, much to market your systems. And you got to sell your product, I mean, but I'm just saying we're, we're, we're talking about publicly traded companies that yeah. are that are, have a responsibility to yeah. their shareholders to do all that. I, I get that. It's just the fact that like the, the the selling points have dramatically dropped this generation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're definitely on a much more level playing field, and yeah. so the arguments are. <laughs> Are definitely smaller. That that's that for yeah. sure. Well, hey, I'm glad they're opening it up. You know, yeah. anybody yeah. who can take that seventh processor yeah. and start using mm-hmm. it to improve our overall experience, uh, fucking do it, please, yeah. God. <laughs> I just put. Uh, I hope they put shirts out. It says Core Seven. I'll buy one. Sounds like an industrial band. That man. really does. Yeah, I was just, <laughs> just going to say something like that. <laughs> Either way, it works out. <laughs> now you heard it here first. If Gamerhead uh, Radio ever starts an industrial band, that's what we're calling it. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Sure, somebody oh, else out I'm sorry, John. You might not be familiar with the Gamerhead Greenlight. Uh, I actually I am familiar okay. with the Gamerhead Greenlight. Greenlit. There it is. Okay. Uh, my first participation in Gamerhead Greenlighting. Come on, number one. Um, so, half of this is going to sound like an Onion article 
but it is none, none of this is. Um, so there is a hacking group, and this hacking group, and I use the word hacking very loosely, but that being said, there is a hacking group that goes by the name of Lizard Squad, and um, Lizard Squad decided to take it upon themselves to um, attack both Xbox Live and the PlayStation Network, or Sony Entertainment Network, depending on what they're calling themselves these days, I forget, um, and basically take them down for almost, for, for, for a vast majority of gamers... Starting on, I believe it was Christmas Day, maybe Christmas Eve. I don't remember exactly, but um, I, th- I think Xbox Live recovered relatively quickly. Within 24 um, but, hours. Yeah, yeah it was but, pretty um, fast. But, uh, but PlayStation Network was down and um, had intermittent access for many gamers for several days. Their reasons for doing this, from what I've seen, have basically amounted to, well, you shouldn't be playing games on Christmas anyways. You should be with your families or going out and doing stuff or playing in the that's snow or whatever. That's not your crap. choice, shitheads. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That's not up to you. No. <laughs> you know? There, there are some alternate opinions about um, how much, I guess, I guess how much, I guess you could say like how much Xbox Live or PlayStation, I don't, I don't know what you'd say. We almost dipped into this in the last uh, section of news where you were talking about um, how the tech community and the IT community looks at Sony and goes, your security is atrocious. Right. You know, I did read um, sort of a, a counter-argument to Lizard, Squ- Lizard Squad essentially did not ruin Christmas. Sony and Microsoft did, not only um, because of maybe the quality of their security and the architecture of how they've designed um, you know, their networks, but also because, particularly Microsoft in this regard, though they did rebound quickly, Microsoft, these systems were initially supposed to be always online, digital systems that, you know, there weren't going to be physical copies in one instance, the Xbox One at some way. There are a lot of people who, who were blaming Sony and Microsoft for this, for not taking precautions, better precautions, and, and taking more care of their security to prevent something like this from coming Boy. about. Now, of course... There's nothing wrong with their security when you stop to take a look at the fact that if these um, these little turds <laughs> didn't take it upon themselves to just piss all over everybody's holiday, that sure, when you remove that element. But, um, you know, I guess the argument can be made that Sony and Microsoft are at least partly responsible for this, you know, this sort of stuff. Because it happens a lot in Sony's case. Yeah, yeah I was saying, that, that's the one thing I was going to say is the fact that, like, that and the time. Like I, I blame Sony. Well, I blame Sony more because one, this is not the first time it's happened, and it's not the first time it's happened for multiple days. Yeah, I mean that's had, that's what's I surprising mean, is the response couple, time. We've had a couple forty-eight hour, I mean two hour outages since the Great Killing in what was that two thousand or twenty eleven? Twenty eleven, I think. Yeah. yeah. But and then Microsoft. This is the first time Microsoft's been down out of their own free will that I've known. In a long time, for like a long, yeah, no, no, a long time. I mean, there were a couple of intermittent outages when yeah. the Xbox One launched the first couple of weeks ago. Yeah, but that's, that's new toy. But yeah, growing pains yeah. out right out of the box. But, but no, they've been a pretty consistent yeah, service. I've never had you know. any problems with the service. I mean, if and if it is down, I'll check, and it's it's a legitimate reason. It's like see, oh. and I didn't bitch when PSN was an entirely free service. But yeah. once you start paying subscription yeah. dollars, oh, then yeah. you know, then then I think people take issue with not not having more. If not more precautions in place to help avoid something like this, then your reaction time had better be better than three or four days. You know three what I'm saying? Four, yeah, and if Microsoft can do it in 24 hours, then you obviously can do it in 24 hours, right? Well, like, I, I, am I, I crazy here, Charlie? Well, okay. So I think, I think only the most diehard 
Sony asshole fanboys. Well, I'm making that distinction based off a couple episodes ago. Um, uh, I think Wait, only we got one of those, don't we? Uh, <laughs> no, not so much as it turns out. Um, but uh, I, think, I just like busting his balls. <laughs> um, I think I think only the most diehard Sony PlayStation fanboys will mm-hmm. say that the PlayStation Network is a more solid network than Xbox Live. I mean, how many times have they been hacked? How many how many issues has this network had over the years? How many issues so, has it had this last year in 2014? That, I can think of like four. That that like, too. A single day plus downage or but, outages. I mean, we're, we're, I mean, Microsoft <laughs> has. I mean, through their Azure computing computing network. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have a product that they've invented that has data centers. There's there's three or four or five of them just in the United States alone, yeah. and then they're spread across the entire globe. They have these data centers where people can like host their own applications and things like that. I'm sure that these that these data centers are being, at the very least, if they're not being used for Xbox Live, that they're available for backup to Xbox yeah. Live. Um, so I mean, like Microsoft just has because of the nature of their business, they they have a much larger and more uh, advanced and you know just better. Frankly, is is the, the better way is the shortest way to put it. Better network. Uh, physically speaking, like the actual network of well, servers yeah. and, and, and pipes and wires yeah. and things like that. I guess technically um, you would have to kind of look at the architecture of the yes. companies as a well, whole. Well, right. Sony is an you know, John, John, electronics like, I, I, manufacturer. I was right. somebody the other day, and I have the perfect thing. Microsoft gave us Windows. Yeah. Sony gave us Blu-ray. And Sony gave us the Walkman. <laughs> <laughs> Which... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, not to date anybody yeah, in this room. No, yeah. no, it's, not, it's fine. But I'm saying, like, you know, for current, you know, they gave us Windows, like Windows that you know and love, and everything is that runs your life. So they gave us some pretty bitch-looking yeah, movies. I guess yeah. that does play a lot into it. One, so, one, right. one company is used yeah. to dealing with this stuff. The other company yeah. is not. Microsoft made. Half the stuff. Somebody yeah. tells me after the year that Sony had in 2014, though, they're going to start they learning them. how to cover their ass on a lot of fronts. Yeah. If I was Sony, I hope. If I was Sony, I'd be calling them right now. And be like, hey, Microsoft, I know you're cool with this and all. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to pay you <laughs> how much up. for you to handle my system too? Yeah, yeah that's it. 2015. Yeah, <laughs> PlayStation Network now we're running on Azure. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Um, that might not be the worst idea ever, but. Um, you know, it's a, so. So, John, I'm looking at this article that, that we were that we were referencing. So, Adam Rosenberg wrote this over on Digital Trends, and um, his argument wasn't so much that they were responsible for the, like the hacks lasting as long as they did, but it looks like his argument is more about the quality of uh, Sony and Microsoft's communication on the issue, um, which you know, was which was not great. Yeah, but that's also this is a very political situation when, yeah. when you're in things like this. And that's my defenses to this. I mean, like in all things I, I want, I would love to have more transparency in all things. I would love it is if, as soon as this was happening, Microsoft or Sony came out and said, yeah, we're being hacked. I'm sorry. Um, there's not much we can do about it. Here's what we're trying to do in the meantime. And we're just completely transparent and upfront and innocent about it. Yeah. But the problem is, is especially with situations like this, just because, I mean, even if they're they're server engineers, and you know, were to were to say, like, look at logs and look at things and say, like, no, we definitely believe that we are being hacked. And if Lizard Squad's Twitter account comes out and says, yes, we're responsible for the hack, you don't really know, and so it's it's kind of dangerous and almost irresponsible to come out and say, you know, we're. 
I, I, actually, that really, that's the best word. I think, it's, I think it would have been irresponsible of these companies to come out and say, we're being hacked by these people. Because I, it, I don't it, expect them to say that, though. Okay. I, I mean, personally, I wouldn't have expected them to come out. I understand that the political nature of business as it is kind of demands that they be careful about how they word things. So, so, the, so their responses, for the most part, were along the lines of, we are aware that there have been issues reported with PSN. Thanks for your patience while we investigate. Um, we are aware that some users are reporting issues accessing PSN this morning. Thanks for your patience as we investigate. I mean, you know, these are very generic canned responses. Or we're aware users are having issues logging into Xbox Live and are actively working to resolve. Please visit this page for updates. I mean, like, they're very just generic responses. Yeah, yeah, what, yeah. what would you guys like to have seen instead, if anything? You know, I, I don't... I know that in an instance where they're a paid service, a service people are paying for is being affected... I guarantee you before those communications hit whatever platform they're being put out on, I guarantee you the lawyers have their say with what's oh, I'm sure they fight what's, what's thrown down first. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure there's at least a, a yeah. glance, you know? There's an email um, I hit somebody before they say yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, you know, more than anything, I, um, I, I remember seeing a couple people online complaining about... And they eventually did come out and say, yes, this is a DDoS attack. We are, it has been taken down. We're, they didn't really acknowledge necessarily who was doing it. And I understand not kind of empowering <laughs> yeah, yeah. squad or whoever did it. Um, but they had a lot of people, you know, kind of, kind of inquiring as to what was happening. Once they figured I, some of the speculation was that once they figured out, what it was that um, was happening, they kind of just sat on their hands for a little longer than they had to about it instead of just telling people, hey, you don't have to all you know, tweet us and message us and call us and to let us know this is what's happening. And eventually they did get to that. I, I guess just uh, I know that when you're, when you're trying to look for a, a digital fingerprint on something, and figure out who's doing what. It does take some time. It's not like they can. And even then, there's you know, so much. There's, there's. It's, it's almost always inconclusive too. Because yeah. I mean, like when you're looking at like the IP addresses that that traffic like that is coming from, an IP address is not a is not. It's, it's not true. It's not a social security yeah, number. Yeah, yeah, it's not yeah. definitely this person or something sure. like that. Yeah. So just maybe maybe a little bit. Um, <laughs> Sorry, my hearing hurt. IKEA address. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> um. Maybe just a, a slightly better response time would be all. You know, just just don't sit on your hands for any longer than you have to, you know. As far as Lizard Squad goes, though, um... Go outside. Hang on, before you guys say anything else, yeah. I don't want our website to be hacked. <laughs> Look, I don't want it to be hacked either. The reality is, is though, you can you can hack the website, and you can, you can overload no, it and no, run it down, no. but you know what? <laughs> but Hang on. You're still 15 years old in your mother's basement. Oh, God. <laughs> Actually, no, they're not. Yeah, I, that, I, I firmly believe that that's largely what the problem is. Is they're they're kids. So most yeah. of them are kids. Yeah. kids do stupid things like this. You know, right. I, I don't think that savvy adults would have um, any reason. I to... wish the listeners were in here to see John going yes and talking so passionately, and Charlie just you'd see the list of shit that could possibly go wrong. I'm wise. <laughs> it was a grown man. He's sweating. You know, like oh, we called him fifteen. Oh, that's probably going to be about four hours of work. <laughs> <sighs> Look, I, I just uh, I don't think that adults would would waste their time on something like this. Before this gets any worse, yeah. let's talk about our predictions for 2015. So 2014 is concluded and 2015 is upon us. And uh, last year we uh, we took some time and we made some predictions off of what we thought was we were going to see in 2014. 
and uh, we're also going to uh, take a look ahead at 2015 and uh, and uh, kind of make some predictions of uh, what we think is going to come. So, um, if it isn't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, goat. I know last year, um, I believe if I remember correctly, that uh, Mike and I covered pretty much everything that you would have said. Yeah. But um, do you remember anything that we said that um, that did or did not come true for you in 2014? Um, yeah, the one thing that did not come true was Fable Anniversary being good. <laughs> oh. That was a kick in the nuts. <laughs> that was horrible. But it was horrible because it was the same, right? It wasn't. It just wasn't. They didn't fix fix anything. They literally right. just like they just repackaged it. They no, they put it through the HD washer real quick and then repackaged it. <laughs> but but in, in in today's market, like HD re-releases that that were just for the sake of updating yeah. the graphics, that used that was the standard for a minute. But yeah. now. Most HD re-releases come with a little something, something extra. What? So if you're just putting the you know fresh coat of paint on the bastard, it's not. It's just, they're yeah, just kind of selling you the same game. Take the time to re-release it. Yeah. And you knew it was kind of the original was oh, rough. I disagree. They should have yeah. put more. They should have maybe fixed yeah. those just couple buttons there and then maybe just a little. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But yeah, that was like my biggest letdown 2014. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, uh, John, did, did you have any? If thinking back, of course you weren't with the show at the time. But thinking back, did you have any predictions for 2014? Um, you, th- anything I, you expected to happen? The the one thing that I I kind of just on a personal level um, and amongst friends that uh, pretty passionately follow gaming um, away from the show, um, the one thing that I did kind of predict would uh, would happen this year was I had a. I don't know if it was the setting, the art style. I don't know what it was, but I had a pretty distinct feeling that Assassin's Creed Unity was going to be flat and it was going to hurt that series. Um, really? And I love that series. I still love that series, despite all of its flaws. But um, from a narrative level, Unity is not a very good game. It's right. kind of boring. Um, and from a technical level, too. <laughs> well, it was a beautiful <laughs> game. It took you it how, just, many, you know, how many weeks to figure out that it sucked because you couldn't play it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> No, um, so from an aesthetic uh, level, it was great. Yeah, th- look, uh, the engine, I like, enjoyed the engine they developed for it. it. It looked really good, and there's some great ideas in there. It just didn't it fucking, you know. Love it. I love it, when games do that. It looked awesome. It well, played like shit. The story sucked. There was zero content, it Here's the but thing. it looked awesome. That, that last generation of Assassin's Creed games took that engine and honed it to uh, a point where it was pretty stable yeah. and pretty reliable, and this is a new engine. And right. so we're back to... Uh, 1.0 standard of well we built this new engine and we're going to spend the next three or four games ironing out the wrinkles and then by the sure. time we get yeah. to two or three Assassin's Creed games down the line it will play pretty well and uh, Unity will feel like framework for what would come and um, I kind of hate that <laughs> yeah. games, just build me a solid goddamn engine please <laughs> so what so what is it Uni- uh, that'd be Assassin's Creed 5.1 yeah. you have a really good one yeah maybe so by the time we get there but I didn't, I didn't have any predictions about what it was that would hurt the series i just had okay. a vibe that it was this was going to be a bad year for that series and ubisoft you know well, i mean so. from what i've seen of black flag that was a pretty hard high bar to to go above yeah i also had kind of a prediction that um um advanced warfare would still would not make changes enough changes for for me to give a shit <laughs> and were you correct on that i was i uh, fairly astute in my observations sir <laughs> i'd you know, well, I'm, I'm, aside from just being pretty, you know, as far as I'm concerned, you can paint a turd pink; it's still a turd. Yeah, I didn't like it at all. 
Yeah. I had the joy of playing that on the road because of lack of options. And I'm like, wow, sweet, it's colorful. Well, the big argument that uh, most of my friends have, (laughs) oh, but the maneuverability, Titanfall does it better. On every front with maneuverability, vertically, you know, horizontally, I don't care what direction you're going. Titanfall did it better. And Titans. Yeah, and and, and Titans. There you go. (laughs) Well, I'm I'm sorry that your first prediction was correct. (laughs) I know, I know. Sad times, man. Um, Looking back at some of the other predictions that we made, um, we, uh, this is my favorite one, we accurately predicted that the Vita TV would be launched in the United States in October. Like we hit that one on the head. Yes. So, it's awesome. I'm, 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 uh, I'm rather <laughs> proud of that one. Uh, we accurately predicted that Kingdom Hearts 3 would be revealed at this year's at, at, at 2014's E3. And then we, um, the other prediction that we had um, that I want to mention is that we talked about how uh, we were expecting that pre- previously with the Xbox 360, we basically saw big updates to the dashboard and just to the console and the software and everything in the spring and the fall. And so at the time, the Xbox One had just come out and we had no reason to think that anything would be different. And so we had said that we thought that the spring up that the spring dashboard update for the Xbox One would bring some changes, but that the I believe we said that the fall one would bring the most yeah. just because they needed that much time to like figure out what they to, to, to work on it. Yeah. But as it turns out, we were I, I'm gonna call that we were half right on that one. Because <laughs> there there were no the, the the actual uh the actual navigational and th- and changes and things like that to the dashboard have been moderate from from launch to today but the usability and like a lot of like little like a lot of little changes and things like that um have been have been great but the the um and by great i mean in number um and and also in quality but uh i, I more mean in number um and uh, but but the 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 big thing we were wrong on is when we were going to be getting them. And because uh, instead of getting a big spring and a big fall update, Microsoft surprised me, at least, and um, probably others, with coming up with relatively decent updates every single month since launch, which I think is is, is a good change. Um, you know, the, wait, wait, hold on. I, got a little, I get to do an update every month now? They do. Update, yeah, they make changes monthly. Uh, well, as, as, as but long, almost all of it is stuff that once you see what it is, you're glad to hear that it's coming. But but just just so you're not having PlayStation 3 shocks. <laughs> this is all done in the background. As long as, you, as long as your Xbox One is sleeping, like in the power settings, the default is just to go basically in like a light sleep mode. It's still like connected to the network and things like that. Um it all it does it on its own. So you when you turn be accosted, sir. When when you when, <laughs> so when you turn it on, it's already done. When I put it to council, when I when I do the Xbox button, like I know, mm-hmm. and you go to council off, mm-hmm. it goes into sleep mode. Yes. Okay. Good. Yeah. Yes. That's fine. Uh, do uh, shit while I'm not paying attention. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm assuming. Th- I believe that the default is to go into sleep and not to go to complete and total complete power down mode. Um, that would explain why if I forget the save. And I just back out. It's still in my little yes. I hit the button. It picks right back up where I left off. And even <laughs> even the next day, if you come back to yeah. the game, sometimes it'll pick up right where you yeah. left off. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. As, if it's doing that, you're in sleep mode. Okay. So you're good. I don't touch. Daily. So so yes, your updates. <laughs> okay. Your updates will be few. Will 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 happen almost seamlessly in the background. Okay. Kind of like kind of like the way so, I was just really worried about the white screen PlayStation of Three syndrome. No, yeah. no, no. Just like the, the <laughs> you know what I'm talking about the Xbox 360 like. Hey, let's play the game. Oh, hey, your console needs an update, and, and I'm then like, it's like, motherfucker, yeah. and then it's got the little bar, and you gotta go like yep. do something yep. else. <laughs> um, yeah, don't have to worry about that. Good. Um, <laughs> now, um, I, I guess for the benefit of any listeners that may also be new Xbox One owners, um, go, there's also an Xbox One preview program 
which you can, I believe you can apply to get into, which is you can basically get the next version of the dashboard early. And um, you can, in addition to that, you can also um, provide feedback and, and beta test certain things like um, Xbox One preview program members can be um, beta testing um, the Halo 5 Guardians multiplayer beta right now. Uh, yeah, um, that's going to last long with me. We, we hey, take well, anybody, I, I'm, anybody, I'm just anybody, saying. To, uh, to kind of adjust that, anybody that purchased um, in the Master Chief Collection now has access to the Halo 5 in beta. A, in addition to in preview addition program to, members. Yeah, yes. the yes. preview program members got it, uh, I think it was a week before everybody else or something like oh, that. They, right, they had okay. an extra five or seven days or something Ooh. like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, still, it's, you know. All I'm saying is I'll, I'll, I'll apply and we'll just take bets on how long it takes till Microsoft says you're no longer allowed to do this. <laughs> Which I have been playing the Halo 5 multiplayer beta, but I haven't had enough time with it to really opine at this okay. point. I'm going to save that for next week, actually. Okay. I want to kind of tell everybody what I think about it. So, yeah, those are that was kind of what we said for 2014. All in all, a, a decent track record, I'd say, sometimes more unfortunately than others. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so, so for 2015, what are you guys kind of expecting to see happen? Um, go, what are you expecting to come out of? We'll, we'll address each of the three major companies separately and then anybody else want to throw in. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, from Nintendo, uh, Sony, and Microsoft, what are, uh, you, what are you expecting over the next year? I'm expecting Nintendo to actually get their numbers up because they have a whole bunch of, like, this is like round two of we should have put these out when we put the fucking system out. Right. So, I mean, we got Zelda coming out. We got all that going on. If they if they announce a Metroid at E3, Nintendo's one E3. Um, <laughs> do you do you have do you have any predictions as far as a uh, um, whether or not they will announce a release date and if they do, what the date might be for the next Zelda? Zelda. Um, I'm, it's gonna be the Friday before um, Black Friday. Do you think this year? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the exact same day as we did Smash. Okay. This um, year or last year. This, I'll I'll, I'll go out. on record and say like I. If I had to make a guess, I don't think we're going to see Zelda this year. I, I don't get the impression that it's far along enough. I, I agree with Charlie on I, that one. I, I feel like if 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 it was if it was that far along enough that we might see it this year, we would have seen more of it when they showed it off previously. That's mm-hmm. that that's my hunch. Um, I hope you're right. I hope we get it sooner <laughs> rather than later. But um, I, I personally don't see that happening. That goes but, double uh, for Star Fox. Double. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. Uh, but sorry, continue. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's Nintendo's. I, I see them doing. Maybe not going back into, like, you know, the race. Right. But at least being recognized that they were in the race. Yeah. <laughs> I have a counter argument for that, though. Not that they're not back in the race, but whether or not they will get back into okay. the race. But uh, I'll save that for later. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. And then what do we got? Sony. Uh, I mean, obviously, Kingdom Hearts 3 is coming out. Think, do they um, or is that next year? I can't keep my date straight. They're kind of weird I don't about that. Think they? Uh, I don't remember right now. Yeah, I can't say for sure. So I mean, that's possible. I don't know. They go back and forth on it. Um, I mean, I'd like to predict that the Last Guardian is going to be out for holiday this year. <laughs> Me too. Uh, Won't happen. Uh, Me yes. too. But I mean, it's keep not. dreaming, my friend. <laughs> it's not. Um. I think I think Final Fantasy is going to put them on the map, though. Fifteen, I think, is going to be the game this year that's going to put PlayStation. I sure hope so. Back on the map, and I hope it's the last one to go out on top, and we move on with our lives. Um, for Microsoft, I mean, I don't know. Fable Legends is kind of weak right now. I don't know if it's actually coming out now. They've pushed everything back, so that's that's a hope. 
like to see that come out. It'd be helpful. Um, yeah, it doesn't look like any sort of release window has been announced for Kingdom Hearts yet. Okay. So, and I mean, my predictions is that it'll probably be more Fable Legends footage from Microsoft. Um, my biggest prediction, honestly, is the fact that they will officially put the Connect on the back burner. Like, they won't even when be, you say officially, what do you mean? Like, like now they're kind of like, okay, you don't have to get it anymore and stuff like that. But I think, like, you know, the whole, oh, you can use with Connect, you know, like that, that whole thing, you know, oh, you can do this, you can do that, whatever like that. That's just going to be like, it's not going to be on the top of the box anymore. It's going to be like down the bottom. It says, oh, yeah, by the way, you just Connect. Yeah, but I, I feel like cutting it out of the out of the the box as a requirement and like the one you just purchased mm-hmm. I kind of feel like that's that's them officially yeah. well, no, 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 quietly but officially yeah, but saying, I'm saying, I'm yeah. saying that but I'm saying like the actual games you know like when like uh, oh, okay. like when Forza came Talking out it, on, it was on like, the box yeah it was like Forza 5 mm-hmm. and then like the next big title thing was works with connect yeah you know and it's like yeah. all, all it is is head movement you can move this with, <laughs> and look in your mirrors which is convenient as hell but <laughs> I don't I, I, what I'm saying is like the, the big like you know over push of it, they're finally going to back off of it and just be like, oh yeah, by the way, it works with this. Not like, you know, buy it because it does this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I could, I, I could, I can kind of see that, but at the same time, you know, even even though they've backed off of the Connect requirement, I still believe that Microsoft has a lot invested in Connect. Oh yeah. And I, I, I think well, that they... will still do the, the Connect titles and all that. I just... Yeah, but I think they'll still do whatever. I, I don't think they'll let they'll lessen the Connect presence any more mm. than it already is. Personally, yeah. Um, you know, it's already. I mean, relatively speaking, it's already pretty low. I mean, yeah. like having it be optional on games and you know, optional in the box mm-hmm. and all that. I, I think is I, I believe is as far as as low as Microsoft will go. Have but, they even? Uh, I don't think they've even released like a Connect only actual hard copy yet. Have they? I don't think Xbox they have. One? No. I don't think I've seen a purple Xbox One case yet. I don't. I don't think that they're going to do anything to. Um, optimize it yeah. though. I think they're gonna kinda just I think what we what they've done with it. Yeah. Pretty much all we're gonna see. Yes, yeah, so in think terms of support really for it. I think they're happy with where it's at yeah. and if you've got it they've given us enough reason with the voice commands yeah. to have it. But I don't think they're gonna do anything to make it any better. Yeah. Take it back, uh, Best Buy does have the Xbox um one connect sensor listed by itself for one forty nine ninety nine. So you can uh You can buy it individually, I knew that. Oh I'm sorry, then I don't I misunderstood what you were asking. No, actual game. Like, the, the purple, like, the Connect only... Oh! Oh, oh, You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. the Connect only games in the, the 360 were in purple cases. I don't think they've made an Xbox One Connect only... Connect only game. Hard oh, copy. right. No. Well, um, Dance Central would be one. Okay. That's I think Connect the only, only one. Um, yeah, well, yeah, because it has to watch you dance. Yeah, 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 it, it's, it's, okay. yeah it's, it's definitely a connect-only game. Okay, so they've ditched um, the purple shape cases? Up. Shape Up is okay. definitely a connect-only game. Okay, so they've ditched the purple cases then? Uh, apparently. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for telling me, Microsoft. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, He's late to the Xbox party. He's yeah. only just arrived. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gotta yeah, give him a second yeah, to catch up. Bought, that's I could have bought Shape Up this weekend and been like, what the fuck? It wasn't purple. <laughs> <laughs> um, Not that I work out. <laughs> Yeah, asshole. <laughs> um, so, any other companies you have predictions for? EA, Steam, um, uh, Valve. I, I mean, Steam's gonna do Steam. Valve is Valve even the thing anymore? They're like gone. They've like pew, like off the grid. <laughs> they like left for vacation, just didn't fucking come back. Okay. <laughs> but no, I mean that's pretty much with I mean the big thing. I mean, and I mean my big prediction is we're gonna see even less exclusives this year. Honestly. Uh, oh yeah, gonna, I, like, I mean, almost everything is going to be multi-plot this I'll, year. I'll agree with that completely. Yeah. Okay. 
John, what do you got? Um, you, you know, I oh, kind of feel like look, I, I took some notes, man. <laughs> like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna turn it into a novel, but uh, I would like to keep my thoughts organized. Okay. <laughs> um, I predict that um, No Man's Sky is uh, if it if it does actually see release this year, I predict that it's going to disappoint a lot of people. Despite the lofty expectations of the game, you know what I could see. I could see that. because I think I don't think that it is what people think it is. Okay. Um, I think people are going to get a different experience, and I also think that unless they add a a tremendous um, amount of like story content, which they've kind of been clear, it's not very a story based game. I think I think people are going to get bored of it kind of quickly and. Okay. Move on. I, I pray that it's a great game, and I hope that it's everything that it looks like it's going to be, but I don't think they're going to be able to deliver on the expectations. I'll agree with that. So, does anybody else in this room, other than John, so Charlie, I'm talking to you, does uh-huh. that sound like a jaded Destiny player or no, what? No, 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 no. I've taken a lot of story out of here. Don't We've get been me down this road. Destiny, man. When, we, when I was first on the show <laughs> back in August, saying. I was like, time was going to tell on Destiny. Well, time caught up quick, man, because I got some beef with Destiny. Well, I've got some beef with Bungie when I had beef with Destiny. That's what I'm just you were just going to like... Everything you're like, just like, yeah. it's gonna have this, and I'm like, oh, Look, yeah, somebody's if I, played Destiny. If I ever say something about um, what I might think a game may or may not be, I'm not, I'm not saying that to be negative uh, at I'm all. Just busting your job, no, no, but I, but I want to clarify that for people oh, okay. listening, since this is the first episode, no, right, my, my first new. time on the show. Yeah, I do. I want people to understand where I'm coming from with something. I want No Man's Sky to blow the hair right off my head with its awesome power. I want it to be everything that everybody hopes to God it will be. Is there a little bit of cynicism in what I'm saying? Yes, because the last two years in gaming have shown me that um, there's a lot of smoke and mirrors going on. But I don't get the impression that this studio is that studio. They seem pretty humble, and it's a four-man studio. Yeah. I mean, really, that's kind of you know, kind of very telling, and mm-hmm. I appreciate that. I want it to be awesome. I'm not saying I think they're going to deliver a bad game, or I'm not saying I think they're, gonna, they're not going to deliver on the promises they've made. I think that this may end up being one of those became bigger than them things in terms yeah, of they just the, the big the, monster of expectation. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to be able to live up to the hopes that people have for it. That's Which what I'm concerned about. Which are very high. Very high. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I want it to be uh, amazing. Yeah, and they, I'm certainly going to support the game and patronize it and tr- you know enjoy it and try to get into it and have fun with it. But I don't know that it's going to go where everybody hopes it will. Be- sure. Because, again, I don't think it, it the game is what people think it is based on what they've seen. Um, this is this is a left fielder. I'm going to make a prediction that uh, inside the 2015 year, Nintendo is going to announce uh, a a new piece of um, handheld hardware. Whether it's a variation of the the DS of some sort or something new, I don't know what that's going to be. But uh, they, they haven't really done anything new. Yeah, the in new, the handheld arena in well, a while. The, the new DS comes out this year. No, I'm not, no, I'm saying they're going to announce something different. I, I oh, don't know. I, I have a feeling like it's the, not not the 3DS. I'm saying an, an innovation beyond like we made the fucking screen bigger. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or you know what I mean? I, I think they're going to do something new because they, they haven't really done terribly too much with it. But I think they're going to announce something. Okay. Not Wii U. Um, that's just my opinion. I could <laughs> be dead wrong on it. Um, I think that Xbox is that Microsoft is going to... Part of the reason that we're seeing kind of a, a trickle of um, not updates in terms of functionality, 
mm-hmm. but everybody's like they need to reorganize the dashboard they need to reorganize the dashboard everything's laid out like shit yeah and goat goat is furiously if he nods oh, any head man. he's his head's gonna that was rock my first right thing off when of I, his, that thing out. I was like what in sweet Christ is I this? Think that this is, I think they're waiting because I think that uh, the way that the original uh, or original the way that the, the 360 had a completely different dashboard than it ended up with I think that um, they're going to oh, yeah. very shortly after the Windows 10 release going to be kind of Updating. changing the, the mm-hmm. dashboard all those changes are going to be coming with the the aesthetic changes that come with Windows 10 I think that that's what we're waiting so okay. I think Windows uh, Windows 10's release is going to greatly affect the future of Xbox Live's uh, presentation and the Xbox One's presentation, and um, they'll continue to improve functionality until that happens, but aesthetically, the big changes are going to come after Windows 10 releases. That's what I think. Um, let me blaze through the rest of these as not to eat up the remainder of the show. Uh, <laughs> I think that um, because they have had uh, so little in the way of um, kind of Big announcements, especially E3 last year. I was not terribly impressed with Microsoft's showings for the Xbox One. I think that they're going to finally show something for the new, whatever new Gears of War project they're working on at E3 year. I, that's that's my one of my predictions. I think we'll see some new Gears of War something because they need something to. It's been a while since Gears ignite been... people's interest in yeah. a familiar brand. They don't really have a lot going for it. When they everyone got all excited over you know Crackdown at E3 last year, I wasn't terribly impressed with that. No. Um, I think that the Assassin's Creed brand is going to suffer another blow this year and will further alienate people from that brand. I, I don't think a year is enough time for a development cycle for that series and they need to go back to doing it in two years at least. Um, Final Fantasy XV will not come out this year. That's another thing. I think that it's going to get pushed back. I'm going to make a uh, quarter two 2016 is my release uh, window for, for 15. Okay. That's right. my prediction. I think, I think that might be it for me this year. Um. Yeah, that's it. I'm good. <laughs> well, you guys heard heard it here first. Um. Okay. So, um, you you um, I I'm gonna echo. Uh, go. I'm I'm now finding myself in the same position that you were last year. I'm going last, and a lot of mine have been said already. So, uh, you know, whatever happens. Um. So, I think you're absolutely right about um the Xbox One and the, and the Windows 10 stuff. Um. You know the um. You know Microsoft has already talked about, and we're already seeing starting to see stuff in the code, um, for Windows 10 about um integration with Xbox One. Um, and uh, like compatibility between the two, and just interactivity between the two. So um, I think you're absolutely right. It that, just makes um, sense, you know. It, it really does. I mean, like you know, Microsoft is very big on this whole like one Windows approach. Yeah. And, you know, and, you know, so the you know the, the Windows that you have on your computer versus on your phone versus on your Xbox, you know, it, you know the interactivity and the interoperability between yeah. all of those platforms. Um, so I think you're absolutely right there. Um, uh, and that, whatever it is they can do to get away from Windows 8, I'm perfectly just stay away from goddamn well, hey, tiles, hey. man. They make <laughs> hey, me crazy. They're, they're doing you the favor and skipping Windows 9. Yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, for good reason, I hear. Yeah, there, 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 there are some kind of so, somewhat surprising technical reasons. Yeah, I, I've, I've read about it. Like, oh, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but. Um, Yes, I, I, I definitely think that's going to happen. So yeah, by by the end of 2015, we're going to have. I believe we will have a full understanding of the um, whatever interoperability there is going to be between Xbox One and the Windows 10, and there's going to be quite a bit of it. The dashboard we're looking at now is not going to be the dashboard we're looking at a year from now. I don't think. Um, aesthetically, 
I, I, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I have no doubt that it'll change at least a little bit. Um, I don't know if it'll be like a, like a complete revision, kind of like between like the new Xbox experience, like you know, with the 360. Remember when we went from the blades yep. to um, you know, the the gray and green with the avatars and everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it'd be that big of a change. I'm yeah. not sure if that's what you're thinking, but um, it'll be. I mean, we'll, there will definitely be improvements because I mean, yeah. heck, they're improving it every month. So mm-hmm. um, yes, I, I mean the I mean the dashboard we have now is. You know, somewhat you know is pretty different from the dashboard we had yeah. at launch, but yes, um, either way, yes, I agree with you. Great. Um, on the PlayStation side of things, um, I think I, I sort w- with with the initial response to the PlayStation TV. Um, I'm guessing my my prediction on that side of uh, on that front of things is that by the end of 2015, we'll go kind of what you kind of like what you said with them with Microsoft sort of backing away from the Connect yeah. which I don't agree with but I do think that Sony's going to back away from the PlayStation TV I think it was um a great idea but poorly executed yeah. and um I, I I don't I don't think they're going to be able to pull this one out to be honest with you yeah, it's kind of unfortunate cuz it it's not a bad yeah. service in theory I mean I what I want out of it is I want more than anything the the idea of being able to do is like have my my PlayStation 4 in my living room and be able to remotely control it and play a game like in the bedroom, or if I want to play in the office, or if I want to yeah, play like sure. a different TV, just to carry this little tiny box and just over my network, just play my game remotely, completely lag free. Which, I mean, that was my biggest selling point on the thing, and from what I understand, it just does not do that that well. Doesn't do it very so, well. Yeah. Unfortunate, you know, man. So it's just a missed opportunity. You know? Yeah, I mean, if they're so, I mean, they have two ways they can go with this. They can either improve it and follow up on the promise of what the console was supposed to deliver in the first place. Or they can say that's not going to happen and sort of back away from it. And I think it's going to be the latter, personally. But a lot of prototypical hardware like that, that though, seems to be like maybe in the moment you don't realize that they're they're putting it out there to kind of test the waters for yeah. it. And if it doesn't work, then usually, whether it's the next console cycle or you know sometimes in that way, like they they'll usually do something with the tech later and, sure. and shoehorn it into something else. So I'm wondering if it may end up being something like that. I hope they use it for something better. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. They'll um, probably just throw it in the same bin they threw the Vita and went, oops. Aw. <laughs> That's a shame. Um, uh, I also predict, speaking of which, I also predict that in a year from now, uh, we will be just as unimpressed with the Vita as we are now. Uh, <laughs> I, frankly. I it, not even an afterthought for most people if anymore, they, I don't think. Yeah. If they would turn that into the second screen for a PS4, everything would be solved. I, I can tell you, my, my brother, my brother's a PlayStation guy all okay. the way. And uh, he uses his Vita a lot for the remote play, you know, feature, you know. Um, surprisingly, more than I thought he would even. But every time I'm over there, man, I see him. I'm and it works like, I'm playing it. Injustice. Sure. And it's like, oh, is he, is PlayStation's down. So, so yeah. okay, so that's, a, so that's a fighting game where latency yeah. is really important. It is. But and he's not playing it online, you know. Okay. If he gets too far away from the unit, obviously there's latency issues. Okay. But he's, you know, he's just... He's one level up. It's not terribly far away. Okay, and it works well for just that much. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I think there's certain, and I've seen him play DC Universe online on it, and which is online, you would think latency would, you know, hasn't had too much of a problem. Well, I don't, I don't think he's doing like raids. Is, yeah, you know. that, that latency is la- is latency between the console and the internet, and which the internet, yeah, as ha- you know. will, will not change if you're playing it remotely. It's it's the latency between your pressing well, the keys and about, getting back to the console. Uh, I'm talking about, you know, if he's you know if he's got poor latency on. You know, online, and then there's poor latency. You know, 
you know, between the, the remote play, like it's just uh, yeah, oh, kind of double dipping. You yeah, see what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's stacked on top of latency. Right. I don't think you. he's doing anything that is massively group dependent when he's oh, playing DC okay. Universe Online remote play, but he can play it, and I've seen him do it, and it runs fairly well. I mean, okay. occasional like um, very brief lag spikes or you know frame rate skips. Okay. But, very little going on otherwise it was it's surprisingly more solid than i thought it would be so okay cool mm-hmm. yeah um and little do you know he's actually got it underneath the recliner he's sitting in yeah. <laughs> god damn it uh, um uh for both the the core consoles the xbox one and the ps4 i don't think we're going to see any real changes there they're 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 too new i don't it's not like we're going to see a ps4 slim or an xbox one slim at this point nah, so, uh, i don't think really? we're going to see any hardware i think we changes got there. maybe maybe two more holiday seasons before that starts happening yeah i'm sure we'll see some skins some some color variants yeah, and some yeah. some exclusive bundles and things like that um but uh but yeah definitely no major revisions no. um i i would say that um i will i do think that um come holiday that the standard um uh xbox one bundle will be getting the terabyte hard drive as you mm-hmm. know which currently only comes in the call of duty, duty bundle yes. yeah um but um i think that i think that'll be standard by the end of next year because that's yeah. an easy upgrade to make and yeah, you know, yeah, hard drive yeah. prices are dropping all the mm-hmm. time i mean that'll be you know that that seems to fit um which would be the next logical step for holiday anyways is to make, give you more room right um on the nintendo side of things hardware wise um I could see them coming out with some sort of new console, um, maybe announcing something. Um, but you know, it, you know, it's it's like Goat said, the um, the new revision to the 3DS is is not even out yet. Um, so if they did announce something, I don't see it being released this year. No, definitely um, not released this year. Okay. Just an announcement on something hardware. Okay, so. um, I don't know what that would be. I have no idea. But either. I know Nintendo is always, you know, they're 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 really they're potentially the most innovative of the three companies. Certainly so I could the see that scientists of the lot. Yeah. yeah. Seriously, you guys don't know what the next one's gonna be? It's obviously gonna be the three DSU. <laughs> uh go on. Well it would it'll just be the same thing, just a little better with a bigger screen and the I U. guess theoretically they <laughs> could they could put the three D slider on the gamepad, really. Yeah. I guess you could build that in somehow. I guess you could. I guess there's nothing stopping them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'd be okay with like a, a, a Wii U gamepad that was my three my three DS. Yeah. Um, Not so much pocket friendly, but you'd look like a badass. Uh, on I the think plane. people would love to have the idea to turn that slider off. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> to shut the three D off. Yeah, I'm um, not going to use it, but I want the option. God yeah. damn it! Yeah. You can. You know. That's that's actually not a horrible idea. Um, I was going to say that I could see a, I could see a um, like a Wii U Slim coming out this year, or maybe or some sort of Wii U variant coming out because it's been it's been I think it's been long enough. Yeah. And again, Nintendo is always looking for things to innovate. I would see I would guess that, we're, that we would see a variant of the Wii U before we'd see a new handheld hardware, just because they're just coming out with a new 3DS. Um, but especially with the uh, potential with. I'm guessing with how hard it is to find the unexpected popularity of the GameCube adapter for yeah, for Smash, yeah, I could yeah. see them re I could see them coming out with a new Wii U that has the Game GameCube uh, ports that right back on the console. Bring back the flap. Yeah, yeah. yeah back to the flap. Just that like would on be the smart. Yeah. Maybe they'll do the opposite of uh you know Microsoft and Sony and and since the Wii U small, maybe they'll go. We'll just make it all giant and bulky and shitty. No. <laughs> yeah. no. We'll make it. A, we'll make it a loaf of bread. If, they do it, if Nintendo does it right. They will make a Wii U that's a top-loaded console that looks like a GameCube with the GameCube ports in the front. Kind of like a classic console skin sort yeah, of type a thing? A QBU. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> 
I uh, I would buy that. Um, <laughs> I would buy that too. Actually, I'm in the market for a Wii U this yeah. year, so I'm gonna wait to pull the trigger to see what they do. <laughs> Fair enough. That would fit my entertainment center a lot better than the other one. <laughs> yeah. Um, the only other prediction that I have is that um, the um, the uh, the official Valve Steam box, like, as you know, we have all these variants, the little steam oh, machines. Yeah, the, the the steam machines that are out there, but the actual one with their controller will come out this year. And I bl- and my prediction is that it will disappoint. I completely with you on that. Uh, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I I I love Valve. I I love what they do. Those guys are ridiculous over there. Like Steam is an is an unparalleled success as far as as far as digital marketplaces to buy games. Yeah, of course, absolutely. I mean, I mean, rivaling the iTunes, the, the you know, like the the iPhone App Store and the iPad App Store. You know, it's um, you know, I, I'm not sure which of those actually makes more money. Yeah. Um, I, eight, I've eight never seen them compare. Users, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, some some such on on Steam. I think they said we're logged in concurrently during it. What the high point of the sale this year? So yeah, and um, but I just I because it's going to be only limited to Linux games. You know, anything that's made for Windows or made for OS X is not going to run it. Yeah. It's going to be Linux only. Yeah. I think it's going to disappoint. I think people are going to get it. And they're going to be like, oh, I can't, I don't understand it. Run Steam. Why can't I play this game? Oh, yeah. because it's a Windows game and people just don't, you know, a lot of people, so many people, like only geeks and like people who are in this culture know what the word Linux even means. I've ever even heard that. Yeah. And so the idea of, you know, most people think like Steam. If it's on Steam, I can play it on my computer, and that's just the end of it. Especially yeah. if it's a Windows computer. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, I, th- I think that's good. yeah. It, so, it, you know what? It's probably a conversation for another episode, but I'm sure we could have an entire breakdown of Steam, Steam machines, Valve, everything that's going up there. Because I've got, I've got a feeling that there's a there's a lack of organization up there right now. There's a lot yeah. of weird things going on at Valve that that's kind of make you feel like maybe they're not as in control of things as they used to be. I'm very curious to know what you have to say about that. When yeah. when the Steam Machine was originally announced, we covered it. But of course, that was when it was announced. Yeah. When it does come out, that will happen. Oh yeah, absolutely. Let's, uh, done, done, and done. Yep, that sounds good. Um, aside from that, um, I most I, 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 anything that I that I agree or disagree with that you guys have said, I mentioned at the time. So I mean, I guess that's pretty much it. Um, any, anyone have any other last minute things I want to throw into the ring? Um, no, man, I I predict that uh, the gaming industry as a whole will do only just enough quality control in terms of uh, how how finished and not broken games are, just enough quality control to keep people from getting too pissed off at them this year. I don't think they're going to go above and beyond to correct the broken gaming problem we've had in 2014. I think they're just going to do enough to keep the heat off. That's it. So what you're saying is you're an optimist. I am very <laughs> optimistic. Uh, that's it, though. I think that's the only other thing I could think of. Okay. Um, all right, so those were our predictions for 2015. Let's see what you guys predicted. Okay, so first off, um, we uh, for our first episode of the new year, I'm happy to say we have a voicemail. That isn't me. Yeah, that, that, that <laughs> isn't Goat. Um, so uh, let's see what this caller had to say. What's up, Gamerhead? I heard a joke today, and I wanted to share it with you guys. Okay. You ready? Yes. All right. Oh, no. PlayStation and Xbox online services are down. Somebody calling the ambulance. Wee-oo, wee-oo, wee-oo. <laughs> oh my god. You get it? Yeah. Alright. Take care and uh, keep being awesome. Also, Charlie, this is just for you. Shit, shit, shit. Fuck. Motherfucker. There's a family program. U
Take it easy. <laughs> Thanks, Danny. That was, some, that was some, some adult language there, Charlie. What kind of friends you have? Uh, yes, the company I keep. <laughs> I think he's talking about us. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> people that use that flagrant fucking language, is just, I can't stand them. <sighs> right. <laughs> anyway, our bad bad question this hey, week was, uh, so did you any of your gaming predictions for 2014 come true? And what are your gaming predictions for 2015? Uh, we got a reply on Facebook from our friend Brian Lesser. He says, I didn't have any predictions for 2014, sad for me, but oh man, where do I start with this year? Uh, one, Nintendo will announce Pokemon X2 and Y2 because Pokemon Z is too obvious. Also, it won't be a new 3DS exclusive. Don't be surprised if there are features that can only be taken advantage of if you have the new models. Uh, similar to Dream Radar and Pokemon 3D Pro and Black 2 and White 2 if you play them on the 3DS. So it won't be exclusive, but there will be ex- exclusive features if you do have it. Okay, yeah, I, I get it. Um, <laughs> this year's Assassin's Creed game will flop not because of day one bugs and glitches, but because gamers don't want to risk spending another $60 on day one bugs and glitches. Okay. That's um, so logic. entirely possible. <laughs> In a perfect world, that is. Yeah. Uh, number three, Black Ops 3 will be announced. Many gamers will complain, but will buy it anyways. Yeah, sounds about right. Dude, bros. Yep. Yeah. And uh, last but certainly not least, one of two situations will occur with Valve. Uh, option one, Gabe Newell will finally confess to the gaming industry that he has the inability to count to the number three. He will become very <laughs> proactive about this shortcoming and will find the proper help that is needed to overcome, overcome this crippling epidemic. Or option B, Half-Life 3 will be announced on April 1st. Option one. I, I'm guessing option two. I believe that somebody will yeah. announce Half-Life 3 on April 1st. Yeah, Yeah, option two. Option two. Yeah. It'll probably um, be Brian Lesser. <laughs> yeah. Self-fulfilling prophecies are accepted. Uh, okay, and then, of course, as always, uh, Songbird writes in, and she says... Oh, boy. Dear Tectotronicorn, Goat, and Fallon Flynn... Mailbag answer, not to be a Debbie Downer, but last year was quite a negative Nancy. Not that it was all bad, but no amount of scented candles can hide the stench of flowing sewage. For the future, I would expect Sony to talk more about their Project Morpheus and Microsoft possibly... (laughs) We're going to talk about what that little chuckle was. I want to know what that... There's more there. There's something below the surface. Um, About their Project Morpheus and Microsoft possibly showing their version of VR tech as well. Then there is Nintendo's lineup of health products that will be announced since they need money because people still aren't buying the Wii U for whatever reason. Well, it's gotten a little bit better, but I, I see where she's coming from. Um, boy, I felt really gutted when I re-listened to the first episode of 2014 with Technotronicorn being so excited for the release of Watch Dogs. What, oh. what game are you most looking forward to this year? Um, uh, Arkham Knight. Arkham Knight. Yeah. I, I mean, I gotta, I gotta go with Arkham Knight. Wow. Wow. I, I'm not really looking forward to anything, really. I mean, Fable Legends, but I don't think it's coming out this day. It, it, if they get their shit together... It's in, ba- it's in beta now. Yeah. I could see it coming out yeah. this holiday. If, 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 if I get an actual date, I'll be excited for that. But at this current second, nothing. Okay. I'm more <laughs> excited for the the new IPs that are going to be releasing this year mm-hmm. than anything else. Because yeah. I'm just tired of playing the same yeah, shit. I'm, I'm um, tired of playing things with numbers at the end of them. Yeah. Yeah, like what's um uh, I can never remember the name of it. It's that um it's the Xbox One exclusive, I believe. Um Quantum Break. Does that sound right? Quantum Break, yeah. Yeah. yeah that's that's yeah. I mean from the from the previews anyways, from from the little I mean it was all pre maybe it wasn't pre rendered, but the, um, the, the the initial launch the, the cutscene that they showed and yeah. everything. Yeah, um the, I'm definitely intrigued. Um but uh 
But yeah, from from everything that I know of for sure that's coming out in the coming year, I would definitely have to say. I Arkham have some Knight. hopes for the order too. The order looks pretty good. Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot about yeah. the order, but I don't. That's exclusive oh, yeah. to PS4, isn't it? Yeah, I just yeah. I, it looks games right. this year. I'm just excited to see what new things come down the pipeline this year. I don't care what it yeah. is that comes out as long as it's good for God's sake. But Arkham Knight, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I like John Tetzer. I'm excited for new IPs. Yeah, uh, I'll second that for sure. <laughs> Um, as usual, I turned in to watch the Times Square ball drop to ring in the new year. It turns out other places across the nation also drop something as well, like a giant shoe or pickle. Uh, what mm-hmm. would Gaming Worlds drop to ring in their new year? Um, so, Gaming Worlds, gaming, you know, places mm-hmm. that exist, what would yeah. they drop to ring in the new year? Uh, you know, um, do, what, talking about, like, any gaming world? Yeah, so, like, you know, um... Like in the, like obviously the Mario, Mario world, or drop, the, yeah, would drop a mushroom probably. Something like that. Yeah. I, I was thinking like like a, like a mushroom down a pipe. I think like yeah. there's yeah yeah that sounds good. Yeah. Uh, well, what what other gaming world? So like, what would what would Hyrule drop to celebrate the new new year? What would you what would you think uh, of? What the hell would they drop? Probably the uh, the Albion symbol down. Um, Hyrule or Hyrule? What am I doing? Hyrule. Hyrule. Yeah, wrong town. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Next neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Sorry, I'm on the wrong side of the tracks. Uh, <laughs> uh, they, uh, I mean, obviously, it'd be the Triforce. I'm, you drop a Triforce okay. from the right. top of the, t- uh, the the whatever her joint is. Zelda's castle. castle. <laughs> <laughs> Why can I not? I'm like bungalow. Her, I'm like, her thatched no, no. roof cottage. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was, I was seriously thinking bungalow. I'm like, no, it's bigger than that. What yeah. What is that She's word? She's right. I got I would yeah. hope it would be bigger than a bungalow. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I mean, any 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 gaming world with a castle, they're gonna drop the thing from it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's valid. Um, the uh, although I did think about this uh, in the um, the hell's that game? Um, Dead Zombies Island. Uh, hey. <laughs> I like how you work. The process of elimination yeah. is me. Um, they, they would obviously take a zombie head and just slide it down the antenna of a car. Oh, nice. Okay. No. It's um, subtle, but okay. <laughs> um, you know, I guess if I had to uh, pick one, we'll, we'll, we'll do something uh, a little different. Maybe uh, in the Mortal Kombat series, I would figure that uh, they, would, they would probably just drop body parts from the ceilings. You know, whatever. Oh, you know what? Uh, the pit. You remember yeah. Mortal Kombat 2? Uh, everybody parties in that room, and then all the chunks <laughs> that are hanging from the spikes on the ceiling just drop, uh, you know, at midnight. That's Alternatively, you know, what, you know what that made me think of? <laughs> is that, you know, they, they count down from 10, <laughs> but then they have a spike, and then they just drop a body onto the spike. So 10, and then another body is 9, another body oh. is 8. And they just stacks them up. And, the number, and then when it's down to number one, Scorpion just says, get over here, and drags them up. Yeesh. Yeah. Dark. It's bleak, man. It's bleak. Um, God, there's, I guess, you know, some, it's funny because when you ask a question like this, um, with so many options to choose from, some of them are so obvious. You know, Mario has three yeah. or four mushrooms or stars or right. coins yeah. or, um, yeah. you know. Insert tove here. <laughs> I just went dark with it, though, in my brain. I thought, you know, Bowser's got his little uh, smiling uh, the character. Yeah. yeah, I just thought of him accidentally dropping Peach out of it as he's flying off with her, which is kind of <laughs> twisted. But, uh, I, it's been a long So weekend, it's a one-time man. thing is what you're saying. <laughs> Happy New Year! Uh, yeah. No more no, castles. I, maybe not a Happy New Year, but a New Year. You know, in that case, it depends on how many lives she has left. You know, um, I in 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 the Metroid world, um, you know, you just drop Samus in uh, you know her little morph ball mode. That's it. 
She could just drop herself. What is it with you dropping female she's characters? The ball <laughs> no, but she, that's, she's dropping the ball, I'm man. She's the morph you, ball. You, you, you got some un, unfinished she's issues? She's protected in that. She's not going to get hurt in that yeah, damn thing. He's just got a broken neck because you dropped her out of a helicopter. <laughs> I, I said dropped her. I didn't say she had a broken neck, you know. Could be a sprained ankle. You don't know. How Physi- presumptuous, goat. Physics say maybe not. <laughs> Could have been a three-foot drop. One more question from Songbird. What forbidden New Year's resolution would game developers make and not tell a soul? Ooh, so it's, God. It's, Always it's, with the mind bending. <laughs> so it's a New Year's resolution mm-hmm. that's, that's forbidden in some way that game developers would make and not tell anybody. So like maybe... Um, ooh, ooh, I got it. I got okay. it. I got it. All right. It's kind of kind of a New Year's resolution, but to bring back the old school is a resolution, right? Uh-huh. And they put God mode into Dark Souls. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, okay. So now that you said that, I could see some. I could see some like very self-absorbed, like unethical developers <laughs> making some resolution to themselves to like code themselves in some way into like oh, every yeah, game yeah. that they make. Yeah. You know, like, every like game they make. Easter egg themselves I'm somewhere sure in every game. That's probably happened more than it people realize. Had, some yeah. super obscure dude, thing. But yeah. not even that. Like Mortal Kombat, the dude pops up on the bottom and yells toasty at you. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty Dan Forden, I think that was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this one's hard, man. I just say, you know, that or like, you know, you know or, or, or for John... There's a guy at Ubisoft who has a resolution to not make broken games. He's not going to tell anybody but that. But that's not forbidden. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Ubisoft, it's forbidden for him to tell people. Oh. <laughs> Man, forbidden. Forbidden to tell. What, what was the New Year's so resolution? So it would be something that, that somebody would do for themselves, but would not be good, I guess. I don't know. Well, see, I was going with the whole, like, twisted part of, like, like I said, going retro, bring God mode to Dark Souls, but never telling anybody they existed. Yeah, it'd be like a 50-button 50, 50 <laughs> long yeah. code yeah. or something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, I don't... Jesus Christ, I'm blanking on this one. Charlie and I are sitting here staring at the ceiling as if the answer is going to fall from the sky. <laughs> well, I hope not. That's that's just peach. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't think of anything better than somebody just coding themselves into games. Um, well, that just seems so like uh, quietly, maniacally douchey, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That are coding in a small dot uh, into a game that you don't realize. Or better, um, you know, going the Fight Club route and uh, sp- sp- splicing in a single frame of pornography into a children's game. I feel like that would be caught. Probably so. Just make it, uh, oh, make it, yeah, make it whatever, uh, whatever pixel in 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 you know uh, in a game. Just make it a really fucking tiny but pixel. Here's, yeah. here's the thing: if they do catch it, you're like, oops. I don't know how that got there. Yeah. <laughs> What? Why is that chick getting nailed in Disney Toons Draw? I, I don't know. <laughs> We're going to blame it on whoever we outsource the art yeah, to. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, I think that's all we're going to come up with on that one. Thank you very much, Songbird, as always, for uh, for email, and uh, thank you, everybody else, also for your questions and responses. Um, uh, gentlemen, do you have anything to, to plug coming up? Any shows, any events, anything you want to share? 
Uh, v is for Villains is, uh, we're going to be performing at Shock Pop Comic Con. I know we mentioned it a couple weeks ago on the show when I was here. Um, but, uh, yeah, that'll be, that'll be, uh, <laughs> don't, don't get it started again. We're not going down that route. So this is a different year, man. It's going to be a better year. Less, uh, dicks. <laughs> the train didn't travel to God. 2015. Um, no, uh, Shock Pop Comic Con. We're going to be down there, uh, February, um, uh, 13th, 14th, and 15th. So nice. during kind of Valentine's Good. Day weekend. Good escape from the Chicago um, yeah, winter. No, be, you know what? I can guarantee the weather's going to be better down there. It'll. I'm yeah. not, I may not come back. I'll be. Doing, I'll be doing the rest of my appearances on the show remotely. <laughs> we'll make it so, work. But that's it for now. That's all we've got coming up. Um, you know, we're booking everything else for the year coming up, and I'm sure I'll announce those things when they come. But for now, just via for villains at Shock Pop Comic Con. Okay. All right. Go. Anything on your end? Uh, I'm making two random appearances of VGL. One in Lorain, Ohio, the 30th, and one in the 31st in New York City. So if you're going, you'll probably see me on stage moving stuff and whatnot, doing, you know, random tech stuff. So, so if you're there, look for the, 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 the gentleman with the, with the long hair and the long goatee and go say hi. Yeah, yeah, you can't miss me. I'll be the only one with, like, massive tattoos <laughs> and not playing an orchestra, orchestral instrument. <laughs> um, so um, I, I'm going to mention a few things that I haven't mentioned in a while. Um, there's a number of Facebook groups that uh, most of the members here are, um, are participate in. Um, if you want to interact with us, it's a great some great places to do so. So um, there's uh, there's the Players Club, which is a group that's uh, d- dedicated to uh, gaming and uh, gamers, and all, all of us are members of that, so you can interact with us there. Um, if you have any interest in the Android platform, you can uh, look up Android for Everyone. There's both a page where uh, we post um, we try to post uh, two uh, one or two topics every day that um, that interest all Android users, so we don't get too techy, we don't get too detailed or specific to any specific phone models, just a general tips and advice and things like that. So we try to make it, as the name says, Android for everyone. Um, if you're interested in iOS platforms, I've got a group, call, a group called Curiosity. Um, if you want to talk uh, just general computer geekery and stuff like that, I've got a group called The Mouse Click, like C-L-I-Q-U-E, because I like puns. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, if you're in the general Chicagoland area and you would like to talk um, with other general Chicagoland people about the craft beers, you can look up Cobra, um, also known as the Chicagoland um, Craft Beer Drinkers um, Group, which is um, a stupid, stupid acronym, but uh, it's, a, it's a good group. Uh, so yeah, that's, um, that, that's what I've got. So on next week's show, uh, what we want to do is we want to take a look at, um, at some of the games that we're enjoying and uh, we want to know what you guys are enjoying that have come out recently that is not the big holiday blockbusters that everyone is already talking about. We, we want to know what you guys are enjoying that is kind of flown under the radar, maybe independent releases, maybe just smaller releases, or just for whatever reason, just haven't gotten the mainstream attention that uh, like Assassin's Creed Unity and Call of Duty and stuff like that gets. So, um, so yeah, so next week, just uh, uh, call in, uh, write us, uh, you know, post us, tweet us, whatever, let us know what you guys, um, what you guys are enjoying that, um, at, uh, that you think should be on the um, Game of the Year nominee list that, that hasn't been because it's been overshadowed by uh, the marketing budgets of other games. I believe then that's everything, uh, right, guys? Anything else you guys want to throw up into the air? No, I think I think I think we can quit this uh, 
Episode one of two point Mr. Mr. Yeah. Santiago has been officially de virginized. Um how do you how do you feel? I hope it wasn't too rough for you. Um sore. I feel sore. Well that'll that never go away. I, I mean no. I mean it, it'll always be a little bit sore, but no, I mean, look, you know what? You'll since, gain a tolerance. Yeah. since it is my first episode, uh, you know, with Gamerhead Radio officially as mm-hmm. as part of the, the full time crew here. Um I, I guess I should point out one or two things. You know, I'm very glad to be here. I'm I'm very much looking forward to um, getting to know all the listeners that have been really cool about welcoming me into the fold so far. Um, and I'm, I'm just excited to see, you know, what the year brings, man. You know, Definitely. Thanks. thank you to guys for having me on, man. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. It's going to be a damn good time. Thanks for being here. Likewise. Definitely. Good. Okay. So, um, if you like what you heard, uh, you can find us at gamerheadradio.com at facebook.com backslash gamerheadradio at google.com backslash plus gamerhead radio and on twitter at gamerhead radio where i'm at tek charlie goat is at sir goatsworth and john is at the fallon flynn email us at editors at gamerheadradio.com or call in and leave us a message at 94926 gamer download the official gamerhead radio app from google play on android or subscribe on itunes stitcher radio youtube or with your podcast downloader of choice uh, and with that this has been gamerhead radio <laughs> Her website is hacked. I swear to God, it's, it's, it's all me. That's, I'm gonna, I will gamerhead thread, and it'll just be John, you motherfucker. I'll be like, oh, I know what that is. I'm just gonna put this away. It's weird. John didn't show up to the recording yeah. this week. So gamerhead's looking for a new host. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was a short run, but a good run.